Well, hey, everybody, it's your uh, good old pal Seth here. Uh, welcome back to Cheaper by the Dungeon. We're going to lead you guys through like another adventure, and it's going to be really good. I don't have an opening bit today, and oh, wait. You're not Seth. You're not Seth. I know no. you. You're right. Seth's dead. We I took him. over the show. This is my show now. And you all get to bend to my will. I'm behind the screen this time. Wait, 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 wait. I need to make a pros and cons list of all this. Pros. And change is good. Con? We killed Seth. Pro. Seth is dead. (laughs) (laughs) I'm more upset the fact that we murdered someone, but good that Seth's dead. (laughs) If it had to be anybody, we're glad it's Seth. I mean, (laughs) I'm just kidding. Uh, Welcome to Cheaper by the Dungeon. Uh, We have a... just a little, uh, we're shaking things up. We're, I'm running a one shot for you guys today, and uh, we have uh, our players. And so let's uh, bring them back in. Uh, Jacob, are you here? <clears throat> I am back once again. Awesome. <laughs> Adam, are you here? Yeah, I'm here. And the lowly pleb of a player now. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Seth, are you here? <laughs> <laughs> I came from hell. You murdered me. I did. Get out of my chair. (laughs) This is my chair now. Okay, I'll take you. I'm the god of this realm. (laughs) Yeah, so shaking things up. Seth Seth gets to be a player now. It's really exciting. Uh, I hope you guys are going to enjoy this. So, the today's one shot is called the Dark Mage of Ridgecliff High. Ooh. So. We're gonna Why bring are they always dark in? mages? Why not be like, the, bl- the blue mage? He's still evil, though. <laughs> the blue mage with a bad attitude of Bridgemont High. Green mage. He just wants to guard him. No, that was a different person. I don't know. <laughs> All right. It's going to be so weird not wait, to wait, do... Wait, wait, wait. Let oh, me yeah, bring so you in. Prologue. Welcome to Ridgecliff High. It's the year 1984. Small town living with small town people. Everyone's got their cliques. The geeks, the greasers, the socks, music nerds, the art freaks, you name it, and this school has it. In this place, you don't cross over into other social groups. You got your lane and you stick to it. That was until the food fight of May 28th. A couple of seniors came rolling into the cafeteria lobbing some tomatoes and yogurt, and things quickly got out of hand. Mob mentality got so wild that everyone got involved, even the meekest and most popular of people. In the chaos that ensued, the seniors got away, but someone had to take the fall for it. And that's where we see these three. We look inside the VP room, and we see three students sitting there with the VP, Mr. Dolan. Well, you kids are always uh, causing a ruckus here, and I know it wasn't you, but we need to set an example. So you three are being sentenced to clean the whole cafeteria on your own. What do you have to say for yourselves? We turn and see our first individual. Mr. Dolan, I, I didn't do this, I swear. Hi, my name's Billy Benson. This is like camera. a freeze frame kind of in a yeah, movie yeah, yeah. or something. It is, it is. It's a new freeze frame. <laughs> Tell us about yourself. <laughs> my name's Billy Benson. Loser, geek, whatever. Don't let those traits fool you. I don't have a lot of smarts either. I'm pretty much kibble for anyone at school. 
I guess I like art class the most. There's, there's no expectations set on me. I can just throw shit on the paper and get a B plus. Maybe Mr. Lenny just feels bad for me. I constantly feel like I'm supposed to be someone in life, but the problem is I already am a nobody, an outcast, whatever. I didn't do it. <laughs> it wasn't me. I know, Billy, you're not capable of a lot. We see it swiped to the, th the second person in the row. We see Anthony James Pomicillo. Sir, you know, with all due respect, like, this is fucking bullshit. Hey, how's it going? My name's Anthony, uh, or you can call me Tony for short. Uh, my whole name is Anthony James Pomicillo, but it's like, whatever. A little bit about me, uh, geez, uh, not too much to tell. I mean, I'm not from around here. I actually grew up a little south of here. Um, I'm a decent guy. I usually keep to myself. I don't go out of my way to hurt anybody unless, you know, someone get close to me gets hurt. In which case, you know, look out. Good old case of one-two punch. I like to read. Something you may know about me, um... Stephen King is great. Love this latest one, Tale of Two Cities. If I uh, haven't read it, read it. Instant classic. Can't wait for the film. I think Michael Bay is directing it. Uh, I never made a problem. I couldn't solve them at two fists. But my mom says I'm a really smart. Like, hella smart. Anyways, uh, it's great to be here. I'm looking forward to uh, getting started. But, Mr. Dolan, what the fuck? <laughs> Honestly, of everybody in this room, it was probably most likely you, Anthony. I mean, I don't want to point fingers, but uh, hey, uh, look at this guy. <laughs> but you, there on the left. Uh, who are you again? <laughs> hi, I'm I, hi, I'm the Charles. Uh, Charles Lafton Jr. And I'm the one and only hall monitor of Ridgemont High. Uh, with my rock-hard morals and a constant love uh, for rules and regulations, I protect the halls with everything I've got. I wrote this in the third person, not first. Uh... <laughs> But when I'm off the clock, you know, I just like to hang up my badge, go home and kick it like any other kid. Let's just say my life motto, working hard and playing so much harder. I'm talking yop after 3 p.m., binging two episodes of Babar before bed, and even not brushing my teeth in the morning. Only if I'm late for work, though. Yeah, I'm kind of a badass. <laughs> I didn't do it, sir! <laughs> uh, well, you know what, maybe, maybe you actually didn't, I don't. I don't totally know. I don't. I don't quite remember. Uh, well, here's the deal. Let's let's be real. It probably wasn't you three who incited it, but you three were definitely there, and that's why you got pulled out of the crowd by a couple teachers. Look, we need to set an example. We can't keep having things like this happen. So, so this is not fair. I mean, honestly, I was just in class, doing work, went to go grab like a little slice of pizza, and uh, you know, wrong place at the wrong time. I I seriously think this is a case of injustice. Sir, all I can say is I'm, I'm sorry. There must be a reason why you think that I was a part of this. Um, I, I'm a fan of justice, just as you are, my friend. And, and I'm sorry, Tony, but you must have had a harsh growing up. But, but, but sir, you, you gotta look past. I think you got the wrong people here. We're, we're all just trying to do our best. Sir, I've protected these halls with my life. I would never do anything to disgrace them. Take my badge. Take my gun. I water gun. Uh, and and, <laughs> and take him. Uh, if I if I did this, then I don't deserve to watch the halls. You know what, Mister D? That's definitely true. He is like the Mister Goody Two Shoes over here. You know, he he's walking the halls. You know, never chewing gum, never wearing a hat. He's you know Mister Goody Two Shoes. 
Thank you, student two zero two five one six four. I think that's your ID. Thank you. <laughs> you know, I do find it a little concerning that you know his student number, but I know everyone's. Look, I'm not heartless here, so tell you what, I know you weren't all at fault, so I'm willing to make the night guy clean it, but I need you guys to return the favor. I have uh, a, a look. I have an arcade machine. It's a copy of Dark Mage 3, and I've been stuck for months. My big brother, who's just the biggest tool in the world, him and I have always had this little vendetta about high scores on the machine, and I haven't been able to come close to his high score, and I can't go through another family Thanksgiving with him having the high score. So I'll tell you what, if you guys go and play the game for a couple hours and get me a high score that blows his out of the water... I'm willing to let y'all go and make the night guy clean it. What do you guys say? Um, sir, I think due process would be talking to the educational board about this. I, I don't see how any arcade machine makes any sort of sense. Well, you might have a point, so maybe I should just uh, bring it up to the school board. What do you two think? Sir, res respectfully, uh, I believe video games... Uh, I tell my parents that video games rot our brains, so... Uh, I don't think I'm allowed. I don't want to be a hypocrite. I'm pretty good at video games. I like DK. Uh, I'll give it a shot. Sure. All right. Perfect. So Anthony's on board. So you two are on board. I'm just going to give his vote more weight in this case. So we have a deal then. So if you uh, <laughs> if you three want to follow me, I'll, uh, I'll take you to the machine. Oh, I'm a hypocrite. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I need. I was going to use my lunch break to study for math. I was going to use <laughs> Billy's lunch break to also study for math. <laughs> it's a math <laughs> test today. It's a math test. It's really hard. So the VP, Mr. Dolan, stands up within his office and, and walks out the door with the three of you in tow. You walk down a couple hallways in the high school, and you end up in the tech wing. You've all walked in this hallway before and never really thought much of it. But you walk past a door that looks familiar and yet not familiar. None of you have ever had a class in this room. He walks over and with a key opens the door and you step inside. It's a pitch black room. Suddenly, a spotlight pops on from the ceiling as just a lone arcade machine appears in the center of the room. This machine has red and black and yellow flames whipping across the side with purple hues scattered through it. Across the top of the machine, you see a big bannered name, Dark Mage 3. The three of you step inside as Mr. Dolan stays by the door. All right, so as uh, soon as you get that high score, you three are uh, uh, free to go. Uh, good luck. And he closes the door, and uh, then oddly, you hear it lock. Huh. Don't worry, guys, I've got my hall monitor key. I don't have my keys on me. Does does anyone oh. does anyone know anything about Dark Mage one or two that could help us? Tony, you uh, said you're like good a... at video games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one's basically like a racing game, uh, 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 or or like a soccer game. So it should be it should be too hard. <laughs> <laughs> that was so bad. A racing soccer it's... game. <laughs> racing soccer game. As you are uh, standing there, you see the machine all of a sudden power on as a start menu appears. You see the logo of Dark Mage 3 come flashing across as a press start 
uh, icon starts flashing in the center of the screen. At the base of the arcade machine, you can see four joysticks, both uh, with an A and B button uh, to the side of it and a select and start button below it. Uh, you, uh, What would you guys like to do? Hey, let's do rock, paper, scissors to see who goes first. Okay, okay. Uh, ready? Yeah. Okay. Do we roll for this? No. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. <laughs> I'm going to go rock, okay? <laughs> All right. Uh, ready to go? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Three, two, and we're doing it on one. Three. Okay. Two, one, rock. Scissors. Ah. That actually worked. Wait, does that mean I go first? I didn't want that. <laughs> Hey, man, that's what you played. Hot damn it! A hand played is a handmade. Oh, stupid. Why didn't I go snake? Um, okay. Uh, I, I hit start. As you press start, you see the game screen flash as it loads up into a character select menu. And you can see it's a multiplayer game. Uh, and you can see the uh, other uh, four joysticks uh, are enabled and ready to select a character. Oh, sick. On the screen, you see a selection of five heroes. Hmm. Five heroes. The here. first one is a big half orc barbarian. Uh, that uh, when you uh, highlight over top of it in the selection, you see it says Bolgar the Strong. Uh, beneath him, you see a picture of a halfling rogue, Litwit the Quick. Beside him, you see a human wizard, Dalen the Wise. To the top left, we see a cleric, an elf, Gregile the Gentle. And to the bottom left, we see a fighter, Nolan the Conqueror. And you can see that the logos are, uh, around your cursor are flashing, uh, waiting for you to select a character. Oh, cool. Uh, let's go cleric. Yeah, the symbol of justice itself. Yeah, How I do mean, I do I'll, this? I'll, try the, I'll try the wizard. I'll, no, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely be the barbarian. Get the barbarian's the one stick. for me. It's my turn. No, it's mine. Hey, no, I stop, want it. stop. Oh. Hey, why did I hit so, rogue? <laughs> in, the, in the chaos, uh, all your characters get selected. And after they're all selected, you see all the icons start to flash. And then you see, as that happens, a purple smoke starts to emerge from the screen itself, swirling around you like a tornado. All of a sudden, it goes black. None of you can see anything. You barely even feel yourself's existence. But all of a sudden you see big white text start to scroll across the screen. The Dark Mage has returned once again to bring about the end of the world. No one knows the Dark Mage's true motivations, but this is clear, that he wishes to end it. Only the great heroes of legend can stop him from bringing about the end of the world once again. Venture to his lair and stop this calamity. You see the text hold on the screen for a moment as it slowly fades away. And at that point, you slowly open your eyes. And it's, for a split second, it's blinding. This bright light, and everything is trying to come into focus. And you begin looking around, and as you keep trying to focus, uh, it never quite focuses. Everything is seems to be slightly fuzzy. And you look around to see you're no longer in that room. You're in a grassy plain on a dirt road, 
seemingly surrounded by nothing but some trees and mountains in the distance and a path and was well, you're on a path billy you stand up and look around and beside you you see a very short sketchy looking uh figure covered in dark clothes with a hood i think you've heard of them as a halfling and to the right, you see a tall-looking human with a long white beard looking very wise. And you look down and realize you're taller than both of them, as you see that you're in a half-orc body. Charlie, you look around and see that you are significantly shorter than the other two uh, individuals standing beside you. And Anthony... You're right about in the middle, but you currently see a very short halfling and a tall orcish figure across from you. Hey, so what's going on? Hey, wait, why is my voice? Oh, my, my back. It's so frail. Oi, what, what happened? Sweet cheese and rice. I don't know what either of these two are saying. <laughs> <laughs> I was going for some like <laughs> for, for some like banjo and kazooie type stuff <laughs> for like the next three hours. <laughs> Tony, what happened? I haven't played video games before, and I don't know if they've advanced to this level, but I don't like. No, this. man, this is like some Stranger Things level shit. I ain't never seen something like this before. What the what the hell's going on? I'm, it's like I've aged 80 years. You look, look at like this beard. Have. Can I touch I, it? Sure, I don't mind. I jump up and grab his beard. Ow! Ow, that's <laughs> my beard. Ow, ow, you're so small. Ow, let go, I'm let sorry, go. I'm sorry. After you fuck, let go, man? all of a sudden the three of you see appearing in front of you. Uh, each individually, you see a HUD loading as a bar starts to scroll across the bottom of your view. And wherever you look, you still see this. Items begin populating on the screen. You see your name and a photo of your face of what you currently look like along the top, along with your respective names. You see a health bar load beneath that, and a blue mana bar populate beneath that. You see your skills populate on the right-hand side. And then actually, for you, Anthony, you see two numbers roll on the screen. A 13 and a 15. And you see them go and populate mm -hmm. on the top right-hand corner. Hey, does anyone else see these numbers? What are these? Uh, I'm seeing a lot of things. This isn't. This is crazy. Uh, I an HP bar. What what is going on, guys? Did Mister Dolan drug us? Oh man. Oh, I, I, did I, does anyone remember what the what uh, what our our uh, student <laughs> student hall meeting said? You know those PSAs drugs. Yeah, I remember exactly. It says. Don't do it. <laughs> don't don't do that. Mr. Dolan already did it. Oh damn it! Hold on, wait. I forgot about one thing. I open up my pants and I look down. Okay, that's still the same. Okay, moving on. We're gonna have to. If he if he broke the hall code, I'm gonna have to take him down from the inside. You mean the hall code about locking three kids in a room? Yeah, that's pretty messed up. Exactly, code two hundred four. Don't yeah. ever lock kids in rooms. Especially uh. in a dark room with lightning and video games. Damn it. 
Uh, uh, could I have all three of you make a perception check? I got a two. I only got an eight. What's the matter with me? I got a 16. Okay, so the three of you as you're looking around, um, for both uh, Anthony and Charlie, this looks like, although it looks a little bit fuzzy, you can you can look a little bit closer and see everything's actually made of pixels. Uh, similar style and art to the screen menu that you saw before. Um, however, uh, for you, Billy, you start looking around uh, a little more perceptively and you see that those uh, trees and mountains you thought you saw that were in the distance originally only look to be about 100 feet away and actually are two-dimensional. On closer inspection, it looks like every single tree is perfectly symmetrical stamped around the ground and those birds you saw flying in the distance actually are just a collection of a couple black pixels uh flapping back and forth in basic animation you've been able to discern you guys are you guys are in the game and as you look uh on the path you begin to see an arrow flashing uh pointing to the right direction the what direction is the arrow pointing like just uh, the way we're to facing. the right of where you guys are currently standing. Uh, I walk left. Uh, you take a couple steps to the left, and then all of a sudden start to meet a resistance. You feel yourself slowing down. Uh, do you want to keep walking? I'm gonna, guys. I'm gonna force this. This. I I need to figure out the rules of this world here. Yeah, I keep forcing. Uh, okay, you keep walking and forcing, and you feel the tension building and building, and it's getting really hard to walk forward now uh i want you to make a dexterity saving throw uh 9 you take a couple more steps forward and fully stop and like a rubber band come launching back towards the guys uh you completely trip off of your feet and uh take a couple rolls uh, down the path and what would normally be very painful to an average individual uh, feels just kind of like a slight bump and uh, almost like a little bit of like a numb buzzing uh, in your body. So it seems like there is some semblance of pain here, uh, but definitely nothing uh, compared to the real world. Uh, but you seem to not be able to go to the left. Wow. This body, it's something else. Oh my. Oh, it really oh. is. I mean, uh, we should go to the right. Guys, if this is a video game, there's only one way to get out. We gotta beat the boss. What? <laughs> Look around <coughs> us. We're obviously in some kind of construct. It's a construct of a video game. And at the end of every game, unless it's like a soccer game, there's a boss at the end like Bowser. We gotta beat the guy. I don't know anything about what you're saying, Tony, uh, but uh, looking at you now, I just believe it. You're wise. I think, I think Tony's right, but <laughs> is anyone coming to grips with this, like... Guys, we are in a video game. Mr. Dolan is insane. Maybe he's the boss. <laughs> Tony, that that Tony, are you living in a reality right now where this makes sense? Tony's <laughs> falling to the slipstream. Honestly, this is, is better than it? my life back at home. So I'm just kind of going with it. Okay, well, I hope through the course of this we can unravel you as a character, Tony, and, and really dig deep into your life at home and maybe fix you by the end of this. <laughs> Maybe I wouldn't we'll go too deep. Maybe we'll There's all not become much there. friends. Yeah? No. Oh. 
Okay. Well, yeah, I'd, I'd like that. That very much. That'd be that'd be sweet. <laughs> All right. So you guys, Billy, Billy, you look like you've done quite a few drugs. Do, do you know which one this is? <laughs> oh, sorry, Billy. <laughs> um. Uh, no, I I've never touched anything. I I'm kind of like just... I'm talking. Is this one of the slaps? Or is this like a, a shooter or, or, you know, one of the... No, I don't know. I, I, I'm just, I mean, yeah, I'm kind of like a loser, geek, whatever. I, I'm just, I'm just, I don't know. I, I, I just have seen... to believe you're puffing that green dragon. I yeah. mean, look at you. <laughs> I feel like I've turned into a green dragon. Look at me. I'm, I'm this brooding hulk of a man. You really yeah, are. Yeah, you're like huge. It's like you could lift a thousand pounds. I think I, I think I could. Anyways, guys, let's see if there's there's a tutorial or something around here. Let's keep moving. Yeah, let's follow that arrow on the ground. Ahoy! Like, let's go. But I have so, a feeling I should stay in the back. I kind of feel frail. <laughs> uh, so you all start following uh, this flashing arrow down the path, and you you start walking. Uh, probably about five minutes path pass. Uh, as you're walking, it doesn't seem like the scenery's changing very much. Um, and all of a sudden, as you're walking down the path, you feel another force field hit you in the face. Uh, and as you do, you the three of you bounce off of it. You're walking in a line. Uh, you, you begin to look around, and all of a sudden, above you, big text scrolls across the sky in a big, flashing yellow letters as you hear a booming voice, Roll Initiative! And you see three hobgoblins populate on the other side of this blocked-off area as six more kobolds appear in front of them. Roll Initiative. <laughs> I got an eight again. Thirteen for little old me. Um, uh, this looks like a thirteen as well. After that sign flashes above you, you see numbers begin to roll above your head like a big box. As you see it cycle through very quickly and slowly stop, you see Charlie and Billy's stop at 13, Anthony's stops at 8. You see numbers rolling above the hobgoblins and kobolds, uh, but you're not able to see what the numbers are. Looks like they're masked out, probably a feature of the game itself. Uh, but first up, uh, you can feel uh, your limbs kind of start to free up, like you can move a little more. And you realize you had kind of been frozen in place a little bit. Um, as you see, uh, Charlie, uh, you're free to go first. Charlie, go! Oh, jeez. Oh, um, uh, I guess we should treat this just like any old regular hallway, right? All the rules apply. Um... Uh, Tony, what do I do? Kick their asses! I don't know, Ow. that's what I would do. I'm a rogue, what do I, what do rogues do? Uh, don't you have knives? Stop them in the ass! I got a sword. Did you poke them? Yeah, just, just do what feels right. Oh, nothing feels right! Uh, ah! And I stab. Uh, who do you attempt to stab at? There's six kobolds with three hobgoblins on the other side. One of the kobolds, the closest one. Okay, so you run up to the nearest kobold, kobold just shoving your blade forward. Uh, roll the hit. 18. Uh, that definitely hits. I'm gonna hit him hard now. That's max damage! That's 12! 
you see your blade uh, <laughs> hit the kobold, and it kind of looks like the blade passes through, but you don't see, like, a wound open up, like pixels crossing through pixels. Uh, and you see the kobold flash, and then all of a sudden just explode into pixels. He's dead. I did it! Hey! You got one! Hey! Uh, is that the end of your turn? Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Uh, next up in the order is Billy. Uh, okay, um, I have this huge great axe with me. Um, uh, I guess I'll try. I've never been good at it much. Whatever. Come on, Billy, try! Alright, that is a 19. That definitely hits. Alright. Um, I'll just do a, a slashing move, I guess. Um... I roll, and mine's a 1d12 plus 4. <laughs> and I get to do it twice, because I get an extra attack. So, you, so you'll have to roll the extra attack separately, but before you do that, you take your first swing down at the kobold, um, and actually, based on your stats, uh, you swing the axe down, it flashes, and also explodes into pixels. Your, the minimum damage you can do has killed <laughs> I looked at this thing and it died. <laughs> oh god. Now, so you have a second attack. Okay, um Char- Charlie, do you Charlie, what do you think about all this? I, I got some of those pixels pretty in powerful. my mouth. What? This is, this is great. This, this is, is great. Fun. I'm loving this. Do you guys know I'm six foot six? I'm huge. Woo! And I start throwing the like axe around like <laughs> like a baseball bat. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Kind of spinning it. You watch uh, it. Yeah, I'm done ah. with my turn. You're not gonna attack again. Oh yeah. <laughs> this body. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I'll attack this next thing beside me. Uh, I rolled a hit. Okay, I roll to hit. Uh, 17. That definitely hits. <laughs> you uh, can roll damage if you'd like to. Alright, uh, 1d12. Uh, that's a 12. Roll an 8, plus 4. <laughs> so your axe, there's no resistance when you swing it down. It literally goes straight through the kobold, uh, top of the head to tail, and goes straight into the ground and makes contact with the ground and bounces off a little bit because you expected a little more resistance, and there was none. And that one explodes into pixels as well. Nice. All right. Next up in the order is the hobgoblins. So these three hobgoblins standing at the back watch uh, three kobolds immediately just exploding into pixels, and uh, they're not stoked about that. Um, so they're going to run up, and uh, they actually all go on the same turn. So two of them are going to run up and attack you, uh, Billy, and another one's going to run up and attack Charlie. Uh, so they're going. The first two are going to roll to hit Billy. Uh, Billy, what's your AC? Infinity. Um, thirteen. <laughs> this is definitely a tutorial level. So, uh, one of them hits the other one. You see it swing its sword, and actually, all of a sudden, it pops out of its hand and lands on the ground. It rolled a natural one. Uh, so the Damn. first one is uh, going to attack, though. 
Uh, so it's going to roll its damage. Oh, it rolled well for. Oh, it rolled okay for damage. So that's going to be seven damage. Ah! <laughs> you see as you're hit, your character recoils for a second, it flashes red, and then resets to you standing there. Uh, damn, that was a janky animation. Whoever developed this game <laughs> sucks! <laughs> Next is uh, the one that's going to attack uh, Charlie. Uh, and Charlie, what's your AC? A cool 15. Uh, a cool 15. That is uh, not going to hit. Uh, so you see him come and lunge its sword forward as you jump out of this uh, out of the way. Your experience as a hall monitor dodging uh, people throwing other you know rocks and things at your head in the hallway <laughs> has trained you for this moment. My moves. This body. It's so nimble. Uh, next in the order, actually, is the three remaining kobolds. Uh, similar things going to happen, except two of the kobolds are going to run up and uh, start attacking uh, you, Billy. Uh, and another one's going to go up and... or Sorry, two are going to attack Charlie. One's going to attack Billy. So the two attacking Charlie are going to go first. Uh, was that a 14 AC for you, uh, uh, Charlie? That was a 15. Cool 15. 15? Cool 15. Perfect. Okay. Uh, the two are actually going to hit. Uh, so they're going to uh, roll some damage real quick. Um, um, uh, uncanny dodge. I'm one of them. <laughs> uh, okay. You uncanny dodge um, on the first one. That? Or actually, uh, I'll tell you the first damage and then you can decide. Uh, they're going to attack with, uh, they both have daggers in their hand. Um, so the first one. Uh, so, uh, it's going to be five damage. Would you like to use Uncanny Dodge? Um, yes! Okay, so you take uh, three damage. Mm. Or actually, that would be two two damage? Is two it round damage. down? I think it's round down. <clears throat> I'll take the two. damage. Two. Uh, and then the other one is going to be three damage, so five damage total. Uh, and then the other one's going to attack you, Billy. Uh, that is going to hit with a natural 18. Uh, and he slashes you for four damage. And now it finally falls to Anthony's turn. Hey, time for Tony! Um, so, is there a way that I can position myself that I can get all these guys, or most of them, in a cone without hurting my friends? Uh, no, they're currently all surrounding uh, your two... Uh, the, Billy and Charlie. There's kind of the hobgoblins on one side mm -hmm. of them, kobolds on the other, and actually they're dangerously close to a flanking position. So if you wanted to get them in a cone, uh, you would hit them as well. Okay, that's, that's just no do good. it, Tony. Billy can take it. <laughs> I'm gonna uh, approach the closest one who is uh, gonna flank, and I'm gonna say, uh, um, "I just feel like I should do this." Shocking grasp. And lightning springs from my hands to deliver a shock to a creature I try to touch. Um, they have to... Oh yeah, I just have advantage on the attack if they're wearing armor. Are they wearing armor? Uh, the kobolds are not wearing armor. Okay, so... And then that's just... who would be on the on your side. They're naked. Okay. Ah! Cry out loud. Uh, 14. Uh, definitely going to hit. Roll yeah! Damage. Here we go. Eight. 
Yeah, you see that kobold that you grabbed, it starts shocking and jolting around as you see it turn completely black and charred. Die, motherfucker, die! Crumbling into ashes, and then the pixels exploding again on the ground. It's dead. Yeah! And I'm going to back up a little bit to get out of, like, maybe, like, 15 feet. Okay. Uh, Next, it's going to go back to the top of the order, which is going to be Charlie. Uh, There's two left, right? Uh, two kobolds and three hobgoblins left. Hmm. Guess I'll clean up these kobolds. I'm gonna stab one. Alright, make your attack. I don't want to say, but the balls above me say, tell everyone what I got, which is, it's an eight. Uh, eight (laughs) does not hit. Uh, so you go over and you're feeling good about your first attack, but then you go in and completely miss the kobold on the swing. Uh, uh, bonus action, disengage. Uh, okay, yeah, as a thief, you can do that, so you're disengaged uh, from the combat. Uh, where would you like to move? I'd like to run. Uh, behind behind Tony. What? What okay. are you doing that for? I'm obviously the so, fairest one here! It's part of my plan! So uh. you run back, uh, like, 15 feet back behind Tony, and uh, stand there. So, uh, that's your turn. It's gonna switch over to Billy. I'm big. I'm huge. <laughs> I can kill anything. <laughs> I roll to hit with this Kolbog. Kolberg. <laughs> You're a, okay. You're attacking a Kolbog. Kolberg. Okay. Roll it. <laughs> I'm still getting used to this game. Um, uh, that is a fourteen. Uh, uh, yep. That just uh, that hits. I smack him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you see that axe come. Uh, Coming across again, and he explodes into a flurry of pixels. Would you like to make a second attack? I attack the next one. Yeah, you uh, roll the hit for the other one. Twelve. Twelve? <laughs> you say twelve? It looks yeah. like a twelve. Twelve meets it, beats it. So you just hit it. Your other axe swing comes back around as you slash into the last kobold, and they explode. All the kobolds are dead. And as that happens, you look over and you see one of the hobgoblins start to speak as a text box appears there as well. And he goes, Oh no, my little kobold friends! As the three hobgoblins start charging at you, Billy. And they're all gonna take uh, a swing. Because uh, Charlie has left. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I forgot one of them, actually. That that one, uh, the first one runs over to pick up its sword from before. Only two are attacking you. Um, but uh, only one of them's gonna hit. Because the other one, as it goes to swing, also chucks its sword. Because I rolled another natural freaking one. Nice. Um, so only one of them hits you again. So it's going to uh, roll damage now. Uh, it's with its long sword, uh, just so you know specifically is what uh, is what it's holding there. And it actually hits you for max damage, and that's going to be nine damage. Um, the other one runs over and picks up its sword, uh, but because it had to kind of run away to do that, it actually leaves your combat range, so you can actually make another swing at that one if you'd like. I'll do a big ol' swing on that one. Okay, so let's use your reaction to do so. Uh, roll to hit. Thirteen. 
Uh, that's not going to hit. Uh, you swing over at it, and you see it uh, kind of hit the edge of the armor of the hobgoblin, um, but you don't see it kind of flash red like other hits have done before. It just kind of glances off, uh, and nothing really happens. Uh, so you uh, have missed. Uh, so next, it's Miss. going to switch. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so next, it's actually going to jump to Anthony as... Uh, it, uh, it they, all the kobolds are dead. Okay, but they're still like a, like they're like twenty feet away from me because they're with Billy. Uh, that's uh, they're about fifteen feet, but yeah. All right, time for my ray of frost. All right, here we go. And a frigid beam of blue white light streaks towards a creature within range. So make a ranged spell attack. All right, go for it. Twenty-one. Hey, that's definitely going to hit. Yeah. So now, don't you don't don't you make one for each? Each is Ray of Frost the cantrip? Yeah. Okay, never mind then. Sorry. Uh, yeah. So roll damage. And since I'm level five, I get to roll two d eight, not just one. Sixteen points of damage. You see the freezing ray comes streaking across to the one uh, hobgoblin still at Billy. You see the blue ice consume its body and it completely freeze solid before crumbling into shards of glass and exploding into more pixels. That hobgoblin's dead. I pretend to comb through my hair and I say Hey! Stay cool! <laughs> it's then gonna jump back to the top and it's gonna be Charlie's turn again. Uh, where, where's the last dude? Uh, so actually, the other two uh, have currently stepped away from Billy, uh, and they're kind of away from him, kind of five feet to the left, five feet to the right, as both of them had rolled natural ones and dropped their swords. One currently has his and is getting ready to go back at him. The other one is still picking it up. Okay. Um, the one that's getting ready to go back at Billy, uh, I'm going to attack that one. But first, since I backed up like 15 feet, I want to run towards... Uh, Billy and his big body. I'm gonna jump on his shoulder, jump in the air, and use my special move, Heaven's Hallway, and stab down on the kobold from the air. Yeah, so you do. It's a, it's a, it's a hop comb, but yeah, you do that. You hop come problem. running over and you bounce off of his body in this glorious acrobatic flip and uh, make your attack. Heaven's Hallway! It's beautiful! 15! You come streaking down from the heavens in your hallway and fly past the hobgoblin as you miss him and land on the ground. Ah! I missed! <laughs> what else would you like to do? Run away! <laughs> do, do you not have a second weapon? Uh, I don't want to use it. <laughs> okay. Do you not have a second attack as a rogue? Um... I'm pretty sure I don't. Not at this level. Sure. Yeah, I think you just get offhanded attacks if you dual wield. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that is the end of your go. Billy, it's your turn again. Roll the hit. <laughs> go for it. Which one are you going to swing at? The one that's charging you now? Yeah, that guy. Okay. 15. That is not going to hit. <laughs> Oh, shoot. So you come swinging, and it it brings up its sword, and it blocks your, your swing. Uh, I think you have a second attack. Yeah, I'll try to hit him again. I'm getting really tired in this big body. I'm not <laughs> used to it. Uh, it's a 17 this time. 
17 is still not going to hit. Uh, yeah, glances off of him, and you miss. Uh, what kind of game now... is RNG based like this? This is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it's That's the sheet, man. Um, <laughs> so next, it actually switches to the hobgoblins. Uh, the second hobgoblin has retrieved its sword and comes running at you. Billy, uh, the one that just dodged out of uh, Billy's swing and Charlie's attack from his ha- heavenly hallway, uh, is one's going to attack each of you. Uh, oh, the first one at Charlie rolled a natural 20, and the second one to attack Billy uh, did not hit Billy. Uh, so the first one is going to make its attack on Charlie, and you gotta be, you gotta be kidding me. That's stupid. I rolled a one on the damage die. What a waste <laughs> of a twenty. That's two damage plus. Uh, uh, let me see here for its attack. So yeah, you take three damage. Um, yeah, I do. Yeah, uncanny <laughs> dodge. So you take one damage. <laughs> That's stupid. Okay, uh, and now it's just to Anthony. All right, all right, all right. I think I know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do Ray of Frost. Stay cool. All right, roll the hit. Sixteen. <laughs> the cold starts to splatter on the hobgoblin, but it seems to shake it off. No effect. Ah, then you uh, can't get him. Jumps back up to Charlie. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to run at that hobgoblin with my second Ooh. special move, Hell's Hallway. I run and then I slide, uh, like, I try to slide between his legs while holding my rapier high and just slashing as I pass through. All right. Time for a vasectomy. 22! That definitely hits. All right, roll damage. Doom. Six! You slide between the hobgoblin's legs and take a big slash through it. And that was a heavy hit, as you see it now looks uh, very bloodied and uh, damaged, but it's still standing. Uh, it now switches to Billy. What are you doing, Billy? Yeah, I'll, I'll hit this thing with my powerful body. <laughs> okay, roll to hit. Ten. Ten is not going to hit. Roll again. Thirteen. 13 is not going to hit. I'm sorry, Billy, but you also swing twice as the Hobgoblin's sword is up and ready and uh, deflects off your this two blows. invincible! <laughs> I'm like, how are we times. ever going to beat the last boss, guys? I'm going to be trapped in here forever. Mr. Mr. Vice President, <laughs> get us out of here. Uh... So the two hobgoblins are going to attack again. The one that you had damaged, Seth, turns uh, and swings at you and hits uh, for, uh, that's going to be five damage. Uh, and uh, then the other one is going to swing at Billy again. And that was a natural 20. Holy crap. Very extremes. Either 20s or 1s today. Uh, and that's going to be uh, nine damage uh, total on you, Billy. Billy! Wait, it's my turn again, right? Or it was my turn. That means I can do Uncanny Dodge again. Uh, correct. So I have that! Okay, so you have yours to, uh, I believe you took five damage, right? Mm-hmm. It was on that one. Guys, um, I'm almost dead. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys... Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, it's uh, Anthony's turn. Alright, enough of this! Hey, peek, peek-a-boo, motherfucker! I'm going to do blindness. 
I'm going to cast it. You cast, you can blind or deafen the foe. The one that looks a little healthier, not the one that got cut between okay. the legs. He has to make a constitution saving throw, DC 15. Okay. He's going to do that. And he fails. So the one on the left is now blind. And as you do that, you see it like, What is this? What's going on? And it, it, it just kind of starts flailing about, not knowing what's going on. Um, Hopefully that gives us some you- kind of advantage. <laughs> um, so now it is going to be uh, Charlie. Uh, so the one is blinded, right? The one's blinded and the other one's damaged standing beside you. Okay. Um, can I make my way over to the the blinded one? Uh, you can. Okay. I do that. Okay, as you walk away, the hobgoblin beside you takes a swing. I don't mind. Uh, and it hits, actually. I mind. I care now. I thought it it wasn't gonna happen. (laughs) Uh, that's four damage. (laughs) Charlie! I'll take it. It's worth it, because I think I get advantage on the dude, right? You're so brave. Uh, okay, no, you're right, you're right. Uh, no, I just checked it. Uh, blindness uh, gives advantage on attacks against you, and you have disadvantage on attacks. So, Seth, roll with advantage. Okay, but because I get advantage, that means I can use my sneak attack on him without having to go sneak. Ooh, wow, that's nice. amazing! My ultimate move. Shadow, Hall of Shadows. Advantage. It doesn't really help. Uh, I get 15. 15 doesn't hit. I'm so sorry. Your Hall of Shadows, while epic as this black swirling cloud around you, uh, as you activate this secret hidden ability, uh, you miss the Hobgoblin and it switches to Billy. I run away again. Uh, bonus action disengage, I'm assuming? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Billy. Alright, um, I'm just gonna keep trying to attack this thing. Uh, I <laughs> Billy, I'm begging you, please! I swing at him. Alright, swing. This is the blind one, right? You have advantage. Uh, 15. You have a plus 7 to hit, right? Yeah, I keep getting low, low numbers. Yeah, apparently. What's the matter with this? Like, you like you just need to roll an eleven or higher, man. Uh, <laughs> I missed again. I can't do anything when this game is RNG. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Uh, but your first swing missed. Wait, was that on the blinded one? Uh, yes. Roll with advantage. Fourteen. That is still going to miss. Uh, would you like to take your second attack? It also has advantage. Okay. <laughs> yes, and. I roll a 19. There you go. So you have hit this hobgoblin. Roll damage. Nine. Nine? You uh, take a big cleave into this hobgoblin that's blind and is looking around so confused. And you see it. the look of this hobgoblin switch to very, very bloodied. One eye is now closed, uh, but it's still standing there. Uh, so it's now going to switch back to the goblins. Uh, the one, uh, I believe, it gets to make a constitution saving throw on its turn, correct? At the end of its turn! At the end of its turn. Okay, so it's going to take its first attack against Billy, but it has a disadvantage. Uh, and it is going to miss, so it misses. Uh, but now it's going to make its constitution saving throw to try and take off the blindness, which it succeeds. Uh, oh, so no. it is now currently no longer blinded. 
Uh, the other one uh, is going to, uh, as Charlie is run away and disengaged, uh, it's going to turn and attack Billy. And it is going to completely miss as it misses. And okay, uh, that's going to bring us to Anthony. I'd like to quote my favorite movie that hasn't come out yet because we're in the 80s. Dodge this! And I cast Lightning Bolt. At the okay, the one that he that uh, Billy's fighting. So each creature in the line. Oh wait, is there a way that I can line up these guys? Yeah, if you run up to the uh, farther up on the right hand side, the two of them are kind of in front of Billy. But you get if you uh, go up to the parallel to them, you can turn and get two of them in a line. But Billy's just just out of range of it. Okay, so I go up and I hold my hands in like a little makeshift gun. I'm quoting the Matrix, by the way. I say, <laughs> "Dog this." Each creature in the line must make a dexterity saving throw. A creature takes 8d6 lightning damage on a failed or half as much on a successful one. Okay, they both failed. Roll damage. Okay. Uh, this might take a while. Yeah, they're... Oh, yeah. They're gone. Okay, so you see this lightning bolt shoot from your fingertips across passing through the two damaged hobgoblins as you see them, similar to the kobold, flash into a charred black look as they fall powder like an ash to the ground and explode into pixels. And as the last two explode, you see a banner come flying across the sky as it says, Success! Hey! You... Feel a wave of, of relief as that invisible wall that was blocking you from walking forward drops, and an arrow starts flashing again. I kind of feel like I should have saved that spell for something later, but you know we got a game to beat! Guys, what does HP stand for? Healthy... God? Does God know? <laughs> Tony, Health you're points. the game expert. I think it's hit points is how many goals we need to score! Tony, you know nothing about video games. I I never played. Tony, you said you knew things. It's all an act. It's all a front. I'm very insecure. It's not a racing soccer game. You don't know that. Just because we can't see the ball doesn't mean it's not in play. Um, Either way, mine and Billy's seem pretty low. Oh, I I can't do anything about that. Wizards aren't healers. Oh, man. Uh, Okay. All right. Uh, so do you guys keep walking? Wait, can we search the dead bodies? The, there's no bodies left. Oh, no, there's no loot. Your eyesight's bad, old man. It's true. Hey, Tony. Oh, let's go. Let's go forward. After, after you say that, though, uh, Anthony, as you look around, you see each uh, of you has a number that says 50 listed across the top. And you see that 50 jump up to 55 for each of you. And you realize it says GP beside it. Guys, we just aged five years! Oh, no. <laughs> uh, you, so you guys continue to walk. Uh, and as you do, you see uh, a little village uh, farther th- down the path that uh, looks uh, looks very humble. Wooden, you know, wooden paneled sides of these, you know, shacks with hay roofs. And uh, as you start to uh, get closer to it, it gets bigger and bigger until you see a sign placed on the outside. Uh, and you see it says the village of Den Romain. And uh, you can see there is a, uh, a small arrow on the ground uh, right in front of a gate. Uh, and it's uh, flashing. Uh, I guess we should go... To the gate. Yeah, so you walk sense. to 
you walk towards the gate, and as you get close to it, uh, nothing really happens uh, until uh, you, uh, Anthony, kind of step forward unknowingly, and your foot lands on the arrow, and all of a sudden, you disappear <laughs> from uh, from both uh, Charlie and Billy's view. Tony died. <laughs> Did I die? He must be in a hidden hallway. I've heard about these. In the rule book, I w- I'll try jumping through too. I I have nothing to lose. Tony was so you touch the arrow and you also disappear from uh, Billy's view or uh, I, Charlie's view. I bend down and I touch it with my hand. And as you do, you disappear as well. And Charlie, all of a sudden, you're inside the village. It's like you cross through an invisible barrier, entering you into the next area. Uh, you kind of spawn through, still hunched over on the ground with your finger outstretched, as you see Anthony and Billy still looking a little bit uh, j- um, shook from the uh, teleporting into the uh, next world. Uh, you look around and you are inside the village. You see a collection of shops and villagers running around. There's a, a bunch of chickens kind of running through the streets as the children are running around and playing with them. You see some produce stalls, a blacksmith shop, a baker, an alchemist, a seer, uh, and uh, a couple other collections of things. You see a big silver statue farther down the road. Uh, and actually, could I have each of you make a perception check? 14. 9! 19. Uh, And then both uh, Billy and Charlie, you see an odd-looking sign uh, to the left that looks like uh, four arrows, uh, one pointing up, one pointing down, one pointing left, one pointing right, and then two circles uh, uh, placed beside it. It looks a little bit out of place. But other than that, uh, what would you guys like to do? Direction arrows. Just like the ones in the hallways. Um, I'm going to go look. Okay. Yeah, you walk closer to this uh, sign. And yeah, as you get closer, it looks like a directional pad. Uh, there's two circles beside it. And uh, uh, can you make an investigation check? Eight. Uh, yeah, it looks maybe like there's a letter on the circles, but uh, you have no idea what they are. There's letters, but I can't read them? Yeah, you, you can make out that there are some kind of letters there, but it's a little bit faded and, and rubbed out like it's been here for some time, so you can't quite see what they are. Old man, I'm too young to read. Read this. I'm super wise. Let me see. I used to read all the time in school. Make an investigation check. Okay. Oh, not much better. Not much better, it's like 13! <laughs> yeah, you also see some... It looks like there's a single letter uh, on each circle. But it's still hard to make out. Billy, we need you to try and read! It's elvish, I can't read it! Billy, read it! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'll try. I'm so sleepy, but I'll, 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 I'll try to read it. Um, what, what does this say? DM. Uh, make an investigation check. <laughs> oh, man, I should have tried that. <laughs> um, 16. Yeah, so apparently the other two the two of you are blind, but uh, luckily Billy can walk over and read it. Uh, you see the one circle has an A in it, and the other circle has a B in it. 
Um, Looks like a multiple circle. choice test. Yeah, this is like a Scantron from class. Oh, shoot. Does anyone... Since we're all here, can we pass some notes for the math test later? Oh my god! Oh yeah! I can't... I, my perfect record. We have to get out of here now! Uh, I hit... I, 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 in a panic, I hit the A button. Uh, yeah, you see the A button. Uh, as you make contact with it, uh, you see it kind of light up. Kind of a bright white light. But as soon as you let go, it's no longer lit. I hold the button. Uh, yeah, as you sit there holding it, it stays lit. Wait, is there a directional pad on this? There is a directional pad. Uh, it's on the left-hand side of the sign. There is a uh, directional pad uh, with four arrows, one pointing up, one pointing down, one pointing left, one pointing right, uh, and then a circle with a B in it and a circle with an A in it. While he's holding the A button, I'm going to drum on the B button. <laughs> uh, you see it uh, kind of lighting up similarly. Uh, but it doesn't seem to be uh, activating anything. <laughs> oh, All I'll right. stop. My character shouldn't know this, but I'm going to try it anyways. I'm going to do up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B, A. As you do that, you see the sign flash gold as a number one appears at the end of your health bar. Yay! Is that like a level up? I'm level six now, boys. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, make a make an intelligent <laughs> an intelligence check. All of us? Uh, no, just uh, just Billy, because okay. he's the only one who can see it. Sixteen again. So, Billy, you're familiar enough with culture that you've heard of Super Mario uh, and some other kind of you know more popular uh, video games, and you are familiar with this that it uh, to understand that it's a extra life. Oh, cool. Well, see ya, boys. I'm gonna try, I'm gonna try, if, if there's any way out of this, oh. I'm gonna need someone to kill me. See if it'll get us out. <laughs> you want us Charlie. to kill you? Charlie. I always knew this day would come. Actually, this okay. might, I could save it, just in case. What do you guys think? No, I think it's better to test. <laughs> <laughs> I really believe... The only way to escape this world is through death. <laughs> I've, al I've always wondered what it's like to, you know, die. Honestly, <laughs> I've wondered too. But I have the answers in this little book. I reach in my back pocket. Is there a book? Uh, a book? Yeah. About uh, the answers to the afterlife. Currently, no. Damn it, my other pants. <laughs> I think I'll hold on just a little longer, Charlie. I think there's more to this life to I'm see. I'm starting to climb up your body, and I'm like, no, let's try, let's try. You were awfully small and <laughs> very ratty looking. I grab onto his peck like it's a like I'm a rock wall. <laughs> I can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't stop flexing. This thing is rock hard. I want to go to see the seer. Uh, okay. Well, yeah, while while this can... is happening, I mean. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, the two of them are kind of having a little bit of an interaction. Uh, you walk away to see the seer. Uh, it's going to take a minute to, to walk over there. Um, would you two guys like to resolve anything else at the nah, side? I, I walk after him. He can keep holding on to my peck, though. All right. 
Um, after the sign lit up, it uh, went dark again and looked uh, similar to it was before, uh, before Billy uh, used it. Um, Charlie, do you want to do anything? I was clutching onto Billy's bosom, right? Yes, he walks away. Okay. Oh, do you have to say bosom? So I'm still on. I'm, I'm still on Billy's pecs. I'm still trying to climb up so I can get my sword near his throat. There's only one way. <laughs> <laughs> um, Charlie, make an intelligence check. Natural twenty. Natural twenty. Okay. So from seeing the actions of the sign, uh, you get the feeling that it reset. After uh, a small cooldown. Sorry, the sign that flashed? The sign that flashed that uh, put the one beside, uh, or gave the extra life to um, Billy, yes. I draw my blade across his throat and then slowly start to slash. Don't do do this. You're attacking him? (laughs) Are you whispering that to me? (laughs) (laughs) Don't do this. Don't do this. I'm so curious. <laughs> Curiosity. We can see what happens if an enemy kills me. We can wait this out. I don't know if that day will happen. Okay, yeah, I just keep walking with his blades close to my neck. I, <laughs> he, he, he's the only one who can make this decision. And I whisper into Billy's ear and I'm like, do the code again. Do you, like, actually... <laughs> yeah, I think so, because of the cooldown thing. Alright, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, A, B. Or is it B, A? Yeah, when you did uh, A, B, uh, you saw it flash red and go... <clears throat> Billy, it's uh, B, A, remember. then after you uh, re-enter it with B, A, um, you see it... Um, you see it flash red again, but instead you see some white text appear in front of it um, saying, already used by this character. <sighs> Okay, where's another controller we can use? I want to do it! I do the same thing. Up, up, down, 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 left, what was it? And then BA. Uh, I don't know. Ah, do you just okay. uh, kind of start This guy doesn't know. I don't know. It flashes red and goes... <clears throat> I, I take my sword away from Billy's throat, and I make fun of him as well. Ha ha, he doesn't know. Let me try. <laughs> up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA. I did it uh, fast, so he wouldn't remember. flash. You see it flash gold, just like it did for Billy, and you see a one appear by your name. Ah, oh, damn! Damn it, no, I feel I'm so left out! The one time I get to feel special in life. <laughs> Here, let me try! <laughs> and now, in me, I'm just like everyone else. <laughs> Adam, what did you, uh... What up, did you down, do up, down, left, left, right, right, B-A! No, that's still wrong. <laughs> damn, what the heck is it? <laughs> I... <laughs> I um, I walk up to Billy and I'm like, "Okay, I've got one. Kill me." <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I, I look I'm him in the eyes. Murderer. I look him right in the eyes. I'm like, "Kill me." <laughs> no, I you. I want to know. That wouldn't I be just. That if you're a fan of justice, then you know that if when your time comes, that's that's from outside sources. If I would become a murderer and thus an enemy of justice. Ah, oh, damn it. Hallway code 160. You're right. I'll stop. <laughs> Adam, did you try and enter another code? Man, I, <laughs> I must have, like, Alzheimer's, man. Up, down, up, down, left, left, right, right. No. Or is it left, right, left, no, right? No, no, no. 
No. Can I? Can I walk over to? I walk over to his hands, and I'm like, here, here, let me. And I grab him like I'm trying to teach him how to golf swing. You know what I mean? Like behind. <laughs> I get tingles all over my body. And I'm like, here, let me. Except your face is like in his butt, where you're like behind. Him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my arms are like orangutans. They're freakishly long. <laughs> And my my face is in his ass. I grab his hands and I'm like, up, down, up, down, left, right, left, right, B, A. No, that's still wrong. Is it right, left? I just did it. Oh, wait, wait. Up, down, up, down, right, left. No, that's wrong. Oh, wait, no, sorry. Up, up, up. Up, up, down, down. Left, right, left, right. B-A. I did it. it might, I couldn't think. The fumes in his ass. <laughs> and, uh, Anthony, you also get a uh, one pop-up on your screen Hey, as well. perfect. This okay. is exactly what I was looking for. Let's go see the seer. So, uh... <laughs> so, yeah, you see, uh, like, as you're walking down to see the seer, you start to, uh... You see a couple chickens come uh, walking across the road. Uh, you see a couple produce stands uh, with uh, there's a human in front of a produce stand. You can see some vegetables and things there as well, uh, and you can see little uh, icons indicating to kind of uh, in- interact with these individuals. Uh, but you see a produce stand, a baker, an alchemist, a blacksmith, and the seer. And so you guys are heading to the seer. Yeah. She's at the end of the line of shops, and so you co- go forward, and you see there is a door, and uh, as you kind of all walk up to it, similar to the gate, you feel uh, the world go black for a second, and then you pop into the seer shop. You see it's filled with these deep wine red-colored curtains spread throughout the side walls. Uh, uh, there is a fog in the air from incense burning. You see a woman sitting on the other side of a table with a crystal ball in front of her. There is a chair on the opposite side of the table as well. And you see her uh, look up from her seat and see the three of you and say, Welcome visitors. Would you like your fortune? Yeah, that'd be an honor. I sit down across from her. How you doing? My name's Tony. Let me tell you your fortune. Okay, but can I also like oh. ask you something? We want to know how to get out of here, back to our other lives. I see the three of you are very, very special. As you see the crystal ball, it seems like she almost didn't hear, like, anything you said. Hmm. Uh, You see the crystal ball light up as a green fog starts to swirl within it. As you guys look at it, you don't really see anything in it, but she looks in and appears to see. She continues on. There is a great legend written that the... And you see her pause and look at the three of you like she's counting. And she starts again. There is a great legend that is written where the three heroes will return to stop the mage from bringing about the end of the world. You must venture forward through the great forest to the mage's lair. There you must confront him. But be wary. A great beast guards the entryway to this keep. Something toxic and dangerous. And you see the fog uh, got died down, and uh, your fortune has ended. She looks up at, uh, at the three of you and says, And now that's been your fortune. Uh, that will be two gold pieces, please. There you go. And you see, you see two gold pieces from each of you uh, disappear from your inventory. 
What? Is there like a is there like a floating book or floating animal in this room or anything with a spotlight on it? Uh, currently no, there's not. Damn it! Where's the closest save point around here? Save. <laughs> uh, do you guys want to step back outside? Wait, I want to ask it another question. Can I? Or is it Your like fortune it's... has been granted? Ah, oh, thank you for stopping by. I leave. Thank yeah, you. Walk outside. Okay. Can I steal the uh, crystal ball? Uh, you uh, go up and try and grab the crystal ball, and uh, you see her move and slap your hand, and go, ah, 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 this ball is mine. All right, I smash this crystal ball. You already walked out. <laughs> I walk back in and smash it. <laughs> As you do that, uh, your axe bounces off, and uh, you see there's no effect. I I try and take it really quick. You what? I try and steal it really quick. Uh, make a dexterity check. Oh, so he can steal it? <laughs> well, make a dexterity check. 19. Uh, so she moves to try and stop you, uh, but as you uh, grab the crystal ball and you grip it to take it, you feel a shock run through your arm, and you take two damage. <laughs> try again. I told you this ball is mine. Try again. Now please get out of my shop, you silly... G- I mean, I mean, now please leave. We need a game shop! I try, I hit, I try hitting the crystal ball again. Uh, there's still no effect. Again. I try and steal it while he's hitting it. <laughs> Uh, she moves to try and stop you from stealing the crystal ball again. Make a dexterity check. Uh, Jacob, your axe still has no effect on the crystal ball. Thirteen. Uh, yeah, so you beat her again, except you grab the crystal ball, and you take three damage. Ah! Does she say anything different this time? I'm interested in these dialogue options that she's... (laughs) She seems like she's getting angrier. Please stop touching the crystal ball! I, I whack it. I whack it. <laughs> you still keep bouncing off of it. Charlie, Wait, I whack it. Do? You start bouncing off of it too. And after you guys take a couple swings, you see her stand up and her go, get out of my shop. And then all of a sudden you guys bounce out of the room and you're back on the street. And the icon that was there to enter into the seer's door has disappeared. Oh, I try knocking on the door. Hello. There's no answer. I look down and I'm like, yes, we purged the city of their demonic witchcraft. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. Uh, Are there any other shops you'd like to stop at? Um, You guys need health potions. Is there anywhere we can go to get those? Oh, yeah. My health is so low. Yeah. Where's the closest potion shop? Or like, do I have like a tent in my inventory that if I go to a save point, there'll be like a, I can heal the whole party. We need a phoenix down. Um, as you start thinking about an inventory, you see a start button appear in front of you. Ooh. Uh, I wink at it, click it. I don't know. Uh, yeah, you stretch your finger forward and you push it, and the world freezes. And uh, Anthony and Charlie freeze as well <laughs> as a small menu appears, uh, where it uh, says uh, "cancel" or "equipment." Can I see like a three D model of my character? Uh, not currently. <laughs> But there's a button that says cancel or equipment. Uh, equipment. You click You click the equipment, and now you see a 3D model of yourself standing there, along with all of your current inventory and items, how much gold you currently have, as well as your total HP uh, and uh, magic remaining. Tony, I can't move! Tony! 
So this is what I look like. (laughs) (laughs) To be this man. (laughs) 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 Is, Is all I've ever wanted. Respect. Uh, <laughs> what would you like to do in the menu? <laughs> um, uh, do I have any like like items like not equipable items, but just like uh, consumables? Um, there are consumables tab in this thing. I start like f- trying to flick, is, th- flick the screen across or something. There is. Um, does your character sheet currently have any consumables on it? Any starting gear, equipment, or anything? Wouldn't you like to know? Um, a bedroll, mess kit, tinderbox, ten torches, ten days of rations, some rope, couple five hundred gold pieces. Um, sorry, the gold pieces you actually currently only have fifty three. Fifty three uh, gold was, pieces. That was with the. The game started you with 50, you got 5 from the combat, and you lost 2 at the Seer. Um, but you have the rest of those items. Uh, and beside the rations, actually, you see uh, a small heart icon. Ooh, I grab it. Uh, so you click it, uh, and uh, you uh, consume one of the rations, and you get... Uh, let me double-check something here. Uh, and you get uh, 2 hit points. Uh, I use all all ten rations. You eat all ten rations, and num, you num, 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 num. of twenty uh, <laughs> hit points back. <laughs> Yahoo! All right, I exit exit my inventory. As that happens, uh, Billy and Anth- or, uh, Charlie and Anthony, uh, you two are released, and you can move again. <gasps> well, that was awful. I hated that. It was so cold. Sometimes it's good to pause and reflect, but that wasn't the same thing. I feel great. Yo, you look really full. <laughs> okay, uh, are there any other things you guys would like to do or shops you'd like to stop at? I'm good. Do you want me to read off the shops again real quick? Um, the bakery. Uh, yeah, so you can walk up to the bakery and you see there is a uh, baker there. It looks very uh, generic, you know, a, a brown apron with a white uh, uh, shirt underneath it and a, a nice hat. Uh, and you see a little icon beside him who's like, hello, welcome to my bakery. Hello. Um, do you got cookies? Hello, I, this is my inventory. And you see a list appear in front of him in text. Uh, and the only thing you can see listed there are loaves of bread. Uh, and there's currently ten of them with a price of two gold pieces each. I'll take two. Uh, you take two of them. You see four gold pieces leave your inventory. I give him a tip. And you have two loaves of bread. Give him one, one coin as a tip. Okay. You see five pieces leave your inventory. And you have uh, two loaves of bread. I learned this in training, and I put the loaves of bread on my feet like shoes. <laughs> uh, yeah, wasn't that in the tutorial? You you try and put them on your feet, but the second you let go with your hands, uh, you feel it pop and like suck into your body, and it lands in your inventory. So they um, don't go on the feet. <laughs> wait, wait uh, pause. 
<laughs> and then equipment. And then yep. is my armor so there? You, uh, you do have armor currently equipped to yourself. Okay, I remove the shoes. Okay, uh, your shoes are removed, and you see instantly your feet are bare. I put bread in its place. Uh, you try and do that, the square flashes red, and the bread pops back to your inventory. I really try. I really <laughs> shove it in there. You do it a couple times, and you get the same response. How am I supposed to be a sneaky rogue if everyone's going to hear me coming <laughs> with regular shoes? <laughs> okay. Can I, I take my helmet off. Can I put it there? Uh, no. Same response. Uh, but now your, your hood uh, disappears from your body as well. Out of curiosity, I can move around when I'm paused? Uh, well, you can't walk around, but, like, your arms can move to, like, navigate your menu. Can, okay. Uh, okay, I'm just gonna try this. I'm gonna remove all the clothes. Okay, you, all of a sudden, all the clothes disappear off your body as you're left uh, with kind of like a loincloth uh, wrapped around your pelvis. You see, basically, uh, the other two of you basically see now see a... Uh, uh, more than half-naked halfling uh, just standing in the street with a loincloth on. This feels really weird, I think, to myself. Surprisingly, this does not break the hallway rulebook. Uh, I unpause. <laughs> okay. Uh, you now have all your armor unequipped, and your AC is dropped uh, to match that. Um, okay. What else would you guys like to do? I'm definitely going to check the alchemy store. Okay. So you go to the alchemist shop. Um, and you see, um, this, uh, old gnomish woman, uh, you can see there's a name tag that says Layla as you step forward. She goes, hello, welcome to my shop. Would you like to look at my wares? And you see, uh, a menu pop in front of her. You see there is a item for a health potion, uh, that's worth 25 gold pieces each. There is a, uh, mana potion, uh, that's worth 30 gold pieces, uh, and there is antidotes that can be consumed. Uh, they are uh, 20 gold pieces each. And then there's a mysterious blue feather uh, for 10 gold pieces. Hmm. Realizing it's a fair maiden, I put all my clothes back on. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll buy a mana potion. And uh, you know, I'll take a... I, I, I click the mana potion and the blue feather. Okay. So that's going to cost you 40 gold pieces. Uh, so you see those leave your inventory, and you now have the mysterious blue feather, and you have a mana potion. This mana potion can be consumed once, and on one consumption, consumption of this mana potion, you get three level one spells back, two level two spells, and one level three spells. Oh, shit, this thing's amazing! I press pause. Uh, okay. I go to equipment. Mm-hmm. And I see if I can put the blue feather anywhere on me, like in my on in my hair or something. Uh, as you hover over it to try and uh, equip it or do something with it, um, you uh, see there's a small subtext that appears underneath it um, that uh, reads this following description: uh, a precious blue feather that may be worth value to someone. Uh, and that's it. God damn it, this doesn't help me at all! Ugh! Unpause. Okay. Uh, what about the other two? What do you guys? Nothing. Wait yeah, a minute. I'm ready, for an, I'm ready for more of an adventure. Not much of a okay. shop. I, I don't even... 
Ask my parents. They have never given me an allowance, so I don't really know the value of money or like how to budget properly. This all makes me uncomfortable. My parents live off my hall monitor wages. Really quick, really quick DM, can I do an arcana check on this blue feather or something? I want to cue like an insight on it. Uh, yeah, do, um, uh, yeah, what, what kind of check would you like to do? I'll tell you different information. Well, I'll do much, mm, investigation, I think. Okay, you do, uh, do, roll an investigation check. Okay. 22! Tw- no, 23! Yeah, uh, so actually... 23! Sorry? Oh, 23! Uh, even better. So yeah, you can, uh, from inspecting this feather and kind of your basic video game knowledge that you you have a little bit of uh you're familiar with other um games where you can like offer gifts to npcs and potential companions and things like that that uh can make them uh like you a lot uh and so you kind of get the feeling that this is supposed to be a gift for somebody but for a harvest boon man i bet this was for the seer and we should have went here first and now the sea is closed shop oh no but we purged the land of darkness. Yeah, but the darkness could have helped us. Charlie! I put the feather away. If you guys are done shopping, uh, we're going to keep uh, walking along. There's only one direction to go in this town. Uh, you've kind of gotten the feeling that you're on a little bit of a railroad path. Um, a stupid town. Who designed this? It's like it's a bunch of hallways. <laughs> uh, so you keep walking along as you start to pass through kind of like the, the center of town. You see a big silver statue uh, of a fair woman uh, shrouded uh, in some uh, kind of like a robe and cloth uh, draped over her head looking uh, matronly. Arcana check! Uh, there's a little icon in front of her. Oh, never mind. Hello, fair maiden. Uh, there's no response, but you see the icon in front of her, uh, flash. <laughs> uh, boop. So you tap it, it opens a menu. Uh, there's the option, uh, to save, uh, or to cancel. Um, save. hey Billy, it's the save thing. Save! I want to save. I, okay, I, okay, I think, okay. I think that I don't want to fight those other goblins again if we, if we die. Okay, save. Okay, so you tap save uh, there, Charlie, and uh, all of a sudden you see uh, kind of a a flash in the world happens. It feels almost like a camera flash, uh, like a Polaroid, uh, just covers the world for a split second. And uh, you, all three of you, whatever your half of your max hit points are, you get that much uh, added back to you. Uh, After you tap that, the save button has been grayed out. Cool. Oh, it's rad. Leaping lizards. I feel great. After uh, you do that, you guys uh, keep walking till you eventually reach the end of the village, uh, where there's another icon to go out a gate on the other side. Hasta la vista, baby. Let's go. Let's go kill a dark mage. So you guys flash through. And that's where we're going to take a break. Hey everybody, it's your resident usurper here. No, I'm just kidding. I uh, stepped in for Seth this week so he could have a little bit of a break, but hey, you're hanging out with uh, me, Connor, and the mid-roll, also known as Darian Branch, 
from uh season one of uh cheaper by the dungeon and uh yeah we just have a couple announcements and things we want to bring to your guys attention uh just in this uh mid-roll here i hope you've been enjoying the episode so far it's been uh it was a lot of fun to do with the guys we wanted to do something you know a little bit different but not too different you know like just something to to shake it up and uh give seth a break like i said before but uh we got some wild things coming in the second half so make sure to stay tuned to that uh so the first thing that i want to bring your attention to is some of the music in this episode. Uh, the music in this episode uh, has come from us from two different sources, and so we just want to give uh, the credit to them there. So the first one comes from music by Eric Mateus. Um, he can be found at www.soundimage.org. Uh, so we just want to say thank you to him for allowing us to use his music. And the other source comes from playonloop.com. They provided us with some of the kind of 80s jams that you heard near the beginning. Uh, they were uh, a lot of fun to use, and I appreciate uh, the music from them. Uh, the next thing I want to do is just to draw your attention. We have social medias. Uh, that's right. We're on the interwebs, uh, multiple platforms. You can find us uh, at Instagram, uh, at Cheaper Dungeon. Uh, as well as you can also find us on Twitter at, at Cheaper Dungeon. Uh, on Instagram, you know, we like to uh, share a lot of the community stuff, some funny memes and things as well. But you can also find our some of our artwork there, uh, as well as some other, you know, behind the scenes photos of uh, some recording. Uh, and then on Twitter, that's where we do a lot of, you know, fan engagement. Uh, so we tweet uh, regularly, you know, about new episodes, other things happening in the community. So you can engage with us there as well. And we encourage you to do so. Something we did previously on Twitter that we want to bring back is uh, taking item submissions with uh, the new season around the corner. Um, Seth loves to incorporate magical items. And so if you want to start sending us uh, your suggestions or if you know of something else in the community that someone else has done that was really cool, you can pass those along and uh, we can look at trying to find ways to uh, incorporate those. Um, so, yeah, we're looking forward to some of those submissions. And so, again, that's at Cheaper Dungeon uh, and on Twitter. The next thing is Patreon. Guys, we love making this show. Uh, it's a labor of love for all of us, something we all really enjoy uh, making for you guys and sharing uh, with you guys. And, uh, you know, we love playing, getting to hear Seth's story and engaging and, and hearing some of the feedback from you guys and how much you've been enjoying the show has really uh, meant a lot to us. And that this uh, thing that we've, you know, created for fun has, has you know, really meant a lot to a lot of people so far and it, it's been really cool and and what we just want to ask is for those of you who you know are able to to you know support us on the show if you're someone who's stuck around for the whole first season you're excited for season two we want to make it bigger and better than ever and to do that we need your guys support uh, so you can find our patreon at uh, patreon.com slash cheaper dungeon. Uh, you can go there. You can sign up and support the show. For those of you who are already patrons of the show, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for your support. That means uh, so much to us uh, that you guys are willing to uh, support our show like that. And uh, so for those of you who, you know, you're not able to, you know, fiscally support us right now, you know, we get it. We're all people and, you know, things happen and, um, we, what we would just like to ask from you guys is if, you know, just share us on, you know, Twitter, uh, you know, shout us out, show us to your friends and family and help find other, you know, cheap skates come join on the, uh, cheaper by the dungeon, uh, tra train here. You know, we, we really want to make, you know, something great for you guys. And we would just love to, you know, get that, uh, get that support from you guys. And we really appreciate all of the support we've gotten so far. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much again. 
Lastly, guys, season two. Mentioned it a couple times earlier, but season two is coming. Holy crap. Already on season two of Cheaper by the Dungeon. That is wild. Uh, we're really excited for season two for you guys. You know, we're, we're getting into some new territory and some exciting things and we can't wait to show it to you. Uh, so the first episode of season two. Uh, is going to be coming out in two weeks. Uh, so that's going to be June 11th. So that's going to be June 11th. That's going to be the first episode of season two. We're also looking at having a jump on catch up episode. So we're going to put together a nice summary compilation of everything that's happened in season one. So for those of you who have, you know, friends who, uh, you kind of were considering jumping on, but don't want to go back through all the first episodes and they just want to start listening right away. We're going to have that for you. So you guys can listen to that catch up on the characters and all the hijinks that has already taken place and start listening right into season two. Uh, so we're going to be having that come out soon too. And uh, we look forward to uh, letting you guys hear that. Uh, so that's again, that's all for me in the mid roll and uh, enjoy the rest of the show. And we are back. It's been a long time. I've been wanting to say that line myself because someone's been hogging all the glory. Yeah, Billy, get out of here. <laughs> um, but yeah, so y the three of you uh, appear on the other side of the village as a long path is outstretched before you. Uh, and uh, there's a flashing arrow to keep moving. Uh, so the three of you keep walking forward, following the arrow down the path for what feels like 20 minutes. It's just, it's so long. And it seems like there's not really any scenery changes. You just keep following down this path until finally uh, you see a new scenery start to appear. It's a lot darker. And you see the sky slowly transfer into a gray overcast. You see a long wall of a forest that's dead. There's no leaves left on these trees. You hear and realize there's been a small soundtrack in the background the whole time. And this <laughs> soundtrack slowly shifts into something more ominous as you proceed forward. And you see a banner... Um, appear on the screen as you see a zone change into the dark forest. Do you guys enter inside? Let's press on! Before we go in, I, I have five candles on me in my inventory. I give one to each of them. Okay. Um, do you guys all light the candles and hold them? I, I'm literally carrying ten torches. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you have torches? I only have candles. <laughs> I'll use my torch. I'll I'll bury his candle and save it for later. <laughs> I light my candle back. off his torch. I grab the candle he gave me and I cast light on it. Uh okay, the candle itself uh isn't uh lit in flame, uh, but the candlestick uh just begins glowing. This is just in case it rains. You can't put out light with water. <laughs> Okay, uh, so you guys proceed into the dark forest, and as you step in, you hear crows cawing and the rustling of something running between the trees as as you keep walking along, and it's uh, it's a little bit scary actually. You've all kind of realized you're you're kind of in a game, but 
this this is still giving you the heebie-jeebies being just stuck in here and you keep walking through suddenly the trees begin to clear as you see a big lake uh, appear in front of you the path you're on uh, winds through the center of the lake uh, just sitting above the water uh, the stone path continues through uh, do you guys continue along? I lead the way with my candle. My uh, candle. <laughs> Charlie, you begin uh, leading the way. Uh, and you, the three of you begin crossing this uh, stone path. Uh, as you do, uh, I would like all of you to make a perception check. Here we go. 19. 12. 16. So, Charlie and Anthony, as you guys are walking through, you see the water look like it, it was a still lake, but all of a sudden look like it's there's some ripples, uh, and it looks like a wave is almost uh, rolling through. Like there is a, uh, like something is just rolling below the surface. And as you guys begin to see this, you see it charge forward towards the bridge that you're on and you see it splash out of the water and stand in front of you on the road and before you you see this massive shrimp-like beast with four legs and two massive pincers with tentacles extending from its front of its face you see it scream as it stands on its back legs as the name of a chul stands uh, appears in front of you and another banner along the sky and a booming voice roll initiative this guy's a tool <laughs> do you get it like a tool he's a tool but he's a tool i got four plus two six what's the matter with me 22 i am speed and billy yeah 19 mine's not as impressive Um, yeah, so the, let's see, so this tool is on the road, standing in front of you, uh, and first up in the order is going to be Charlie. Okay, I have an allergy for shrimp, does that affect me in this case? (laughs) No, uh, because, uh, Litwick, uh, I believe, sorry, the, the rogue character you're currently playing as... Uh, Litwick does not have a, a shrimp allergy, so you're fine. Instinctively, when I see it, though, I grab my neck, so like, like I'm not gonna breathe. I'm like, Wait. never leaving this body. And I, I'm like, I want to eat this because I've never eaten shrimp before. So I use my what is it, fourth special move? Uh, uh yeah. The tangled corridor, uh, which is I pull out one of my nets. I have a net on me. <laughs> And I throw the net over top of the tool. Okay, so you can say this is a throwback. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, roll to hit with the net. 17. Uh, yeah, you see the net uh, fly over and land uh, on top of the tool, and you see uh, it kind of get tangled over top of its shell uh, and kind of catch on, on part of the path a little bit. Um, and it's, uh, yeah, it seems to be covered in the net. I did it, guys. That was my action. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, where's the nice. pass? Oh, here's the pass button. Skip. 
Okay, uh, next up in the order is going to be Billy. I tackle the big old shrimp. Big old shrimp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tackle him. I, I attempt to tackle him into the water. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, make... no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, make a make a, a tackle check. I guess. I guess it would be kind of like a grapple slash push, but make a strength check. Let's go with that instead, actually. Okay. Twenty four. Actually, the yeah. So you run over, and uh, the chul um, goes flying into the water with you tackling it into it. Um, Billy, make an intelligence check. It's not much there. Um, nine. Uh, yeah, you tackled that chul real good, and you're feeling uh, really good about tackling him into the water. But I went in with him, right? Like it was That's like a tackle. Yep, you, so you ran forward, you tackled him into the water, so you still kind of have a hold of him, uh, and uh, the two of you are uh, <laughs> under the water currently. In my mind, what just happened is that, like, uh, like Billy, uh, Billy's getting used to the body, and so he just, he literally just tried to move closer to it, but instead the body just, like, tackled the... <laughs> like, he just like, okay. oh, I'm just gonna try to get a little closer to help my friend out with the net, but instead... What attempted to be me trying to pull on the net with them was me uh, extending my arms and just flying at the monster. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I'm still at the first. So, he grabs a glass of water. It shatters. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up in the order is Anthony. <laughs> so am I just swimming in the water now with them? Like, what's happening? Yeah, you you tackled them into the water. That was your action. <laughs> Are we underwater, or what's going on? Yeah, yeah, the, the two of you are currently underwater, just above, just below the surface right now. You still kind of have a hold of him, because uh, you, you grabbed him, uh, and the two of you are just floating under the water, and that was the end of your turn. The jewel, is it still tangled up in the net? Uh, yep, there's, uh, the net is still on it, but uh, you're having a hard time seeing it beneath the surface of the water. Okay, oh, so Charlie doesn't have a grip on the net. Uh, no, I believe, uh, Charlie, you let go, correct? Uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I just threw the net on him, and it wasn't grabbing. Yeah, so the net was on him, and then Billy tackled him into the water, uh, and now the two of them are just under the surface of the water. Billy still has a hand on the tool, um, but they're currently sitting beneath the surface. I should mention that the net, uh, basically makes them restrained, so, uh, attack rolls against it have advantage. For your, for your knowledge. That's good to know. I think I'm gonna just kind of cut this thing short. Uh, lightning bolt might kill Billy. <laughs> I would Does do he... it. I'd kill him. I want. I mean, uh, he's got an extra life. Lightning bolt. Uh, roll. because uh, they're beneath the surface of the water. Uh, I want you to roll. Uh, just roll a d20 for me. It wouldn't you roll because it's a save. Uh, no, first I want you to roll. I will. Oh, boy. Mako, it's going to be... You can add your, uh, your, uh... Your spellcasting modifier is intelligence as a wizard, correct? Yeah. You can add intelligence to it. Plus my proficiency? Uh, no. Just okay. your intelligence. 14. 14? No, okay. sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, 14. Sorry. Okay, yeah, you, uh... You managed to, uh, target the tool and not, uh, Billy by accident. Um, and so, uh... Dexterity saving throw for the Chul. DC 15! Uh, 
it succeeds, so Ugh. it's going to take half damage. Okay. Uh, okay, give me one sec. Oh, boy, 25. Nice. That's a big hit. <laughs> You've been lightning bolted! Yeah, you see the lightning go streaking through the water as it strikes the chul beneath the surface, and it, uh... Yeah, it takes a, a it takes a big hit. You see, it did not like that. Uh, but now it's the Chul's turn, uh, and the Chul. Uh, if you didn't uh, notice before, Billy, the Chul came out of the water. Uh, so you see, it actually feels more at home, uh, and it's going to uh, first uh, because it's. Uh, let me double check something. Actually, that's funny. It feels more at home because I've never felt more at home in my life. <laughs> If if you want to break out of the net, it's a DC ten strength check. Uh, yeah, it is going to. Uh, yeah, it's going to break out of the net. Um, because it doesn't want that. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't well, want that it, either. Uh, yeah, these dice are very polar, very bipolar. You see the tools start tugging at the net. Uh, trying to get it off of itself and uh, it starts tugging and nothing happens uh, it just keeps tugging and it's still stuck in the net um, and so that's its turn because it's restrained so it has zero movement uh, and it failed to break out of the net so uh, it's got nothing it rolled a natural one <laughs> um, so it's going to jump back up to Charlie okay um, piercing hallway short bow Phew. You can take a shot, uh, but with disadvantage because it's still under the water. What if I get in the water? <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll, I'll just do it. Natural one! You can take, if that was your first roll, keep it. If that was your second roll, don't keep it. Because actually, you know what? It, you had advantage because it was restrained, but I give you disadvantage because it's in the water, so it's just a straight roll. So what was your first roll? It was a natural one. Okay, sorry. Yeah, you keep the natural one. Uh, and you miss. Uh, would you like to move? No. Okay, uh, then we're going to switch over to Billy. You are currently in the water with the chul. The chul is still currently restrained uh, by its uh, by the net. What would you like to do? Are there any, like, visible, like, cracks in the bridge or, like, holes or anything? Like, some something... Like, like chunks of wood that's the uh, bits of it out or anything. I'd like to make a perception check. Yeah, it's uh, it's not a bridge. Uh, it's actually like an earth path that uh, cuts through the water. So it actually looks like it's two separate bodies of water uh, on either side of this uh, earth path uh, that goes through. Well, how high is um, this earth? Like, how far did far did we fall? Uh, you're like maybe five feet under the water. Uh, it goes down, uh, maybe another 20 or so feet. Um, and the, the path itself is only just above the water. So if you swim over, you could, you could get to it. Is there any cracks in this rock wall? What I imagine? Uh, currently no. Uh, you can make a perception check. It's a smooth rock. (laughs) Like it's like, well, I mean, there's like, it's like cobbled together but you don't see like there's anything for you to i attempt to jab my the the non-sharp end of my javelin into the rock okay i attempt to do that okay you run over and you uh jab the butt end of your axe into no the rock. my javelin oh with your javelin 
Okay. Uh, sorry, I, I misunderstood that. Yeah, you're Javelin, and you see it uh, get locked in there. Perfect. Uh, is is that the end of my turn then? Uh, yeah, you would you would have swam over and taken your action to kind of jam it in there and, and get it stuck. So All you're right, currently as a bonus action. I face it. the monster and glare. Uh, okay. <laughs> Uh, all right, it's then going to switch over to Anthony. I just imagine like just bubbles coming out of your mouth underwater. Just... Okay, good old tried and true. Uh, Ray of Frost. <laughs> Frost is Ray. Nope, that's gonna be a nine. Uh, yeah, your ray of frost kind of hits the water, uh, and really disperses as it starts to approach the jewel. And wait, completely wait misses. a minute, hold on, I'm gonna use my, the numbers at the top right that I have at the beginning, the two numbers that appeared. Uh, okay, which number would you like to use? I'm gonna use the 15, plus 7, 22! Uh, yeah, that's going to hit, roll damage. Yeah, that's gonna be 2d8. 11 plus uh it can't it can only move 10 feet and then and it's until the next turn okay you have hit it yeah okay stay cool uh, so next it is the chul's turn uh and it's going to break out of the net and it definitely uh broke out of the net broke out with a natural 20 uh, so it breaks out of the net, and after breaking out of the net, uh, it sees uh, Billy over there on the uh, rock wall, and it swims around wide and goes in to make two pincer attacks uh, on uh, on Billy. Uh, so that's going to be a 17 to hit, and that's going to be a 21 to hit. Uh, so I believe those are going to hit you, Billy? Yeah. Okay, cool. So he's going to roll damage. Do it. How dare you. You'll regret this. Uh, you take uh, 25 damage. Holy. Because um, it attacked with both of its pincers, and both of them come slashing in and grapple you for a big hit, and you are now grappled under the water with the jewel. Uh, and that's going to be the end of its turn. Uh, so next, it's going to move back up to Charlie. So the Chula is grappling Billy? Uh, yes. Underwater! It is Billy grappled under the water, and you see, uh, like, big flashes of red as it grapples it. Like, Billy just took uh, <clears throat> some hits. Billy, no! I dive in. You uh, you dive into the water uh, towards... They're right near the rock wall, so it's not like they're far away, and you swim down towards the chul. What would you like to do? I want to get in between the chul's body and my best friend Billy's body. Uh, I never felt like okay, so it has wheel. it in its... It has it currently in, in two big pincers uh, on, like, its arms. Think of, like, a lobster. Mm -hmm. um, so are you just going to try and go in between the pincers and its body? Or are you trying to get in the pincers? I want to get in the pincers and, like, Superman lift the pincers up. <laughs> I want to get him ungrappled for his next attack. Uh, okay, go in and I'm make small, by the a... way. I could fit. Yeah, go in and make a, uh, I guess, a strength check with 
No, I'll just let you make a strength check. Make a strength check. Just like a firefighter, like, holding a beam above his head while people, like, like run through. That's what I'm envisioning. <laughs> like, it's burning. And I'm like, Billy! And I, with all my halfling small child strength. Fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> it also rolled a fifteen. Um, but the rule is, uh, meets it, beats it. Uh, so you swim over and you put your hands on one half the pincer and your feet on the other half and you start pushing and extending and extending harder and harder, feeling the resistance as some of the, the sharp edges of the pincers cut into your hands a little bit. But you keep pushing and pushing and pushing and you pop one of the pincers open just enough for Billy to slide out of the pincers. And it uh, it's made it out. Uh, Billy's made it out and he's no longer grappled by the chul. However, you're still there sitting in front of the chul with... Uh, with Billy. I turn, and that's your turn. I turn to Billy and I'm like, fly, you fool. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. All right. Uh, next is going to be Billy. Never gonna be the cool guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm for the one who's left out of all the characters at school. I am not the one. Who the story's about? Why can't someone just help me out? <laughs> Billy, Billy, do something! <laughs> Billy, I'm holding you! It's cutting into my hands! I freed you, dude, so don't! This is not the time for a singing monologue! <laughs> I've never been the main character. You are right life. now! It's your turn! <laughs> but what makes, what makes this shrimp enemy thing think that it's gonna beat a couple of three main party members <laughs> this is just that's a terrible story so i'm gonna i'm gonna become what i've been meant meant to be i'll activate my rage <laughs> um billy i also want you to make a constitution saving throw that is a 18. 14. 18? Okay. Uh, yeah, you... Uh, what's your What's your constitution? Uh, it's 15. Okay. Um, yeah, you're, uh, you're fine then. You're still currently holding your breath successfully. Great. So continue. I activate my rage. <laughs> yep, so you are raging. You see, uh, as Billy, after singing this heartfelt song, you see him kind of floating in the water, and you see his arms come in and his knees come in, and it's like they were slowly coming in as he sang, until finally he finishes the final line of the song, and it ends with a roar as bubbles shoot out of his mouth in the water, and you see him start to pulse with this energy as he's there in front of the chul holding uh, his... Uh, battle axe. I believe you have a battle axe, right? Yeah, but pff, I'm not gonna use that. Does anyone remember that javelin I put in this wall? I grabbed. I do. The, I do. I grabbed the shrimp, and I start pulling 
towards where I am, which is right beside the spear sticking okay, out. Okay, so the wall. you you pull it into the javelin slowly. <laughs> uh, okay, well, make a uh, strength check at least because you're raging. You have uh, advantage. That is a twenty-four. Uh, yeah, that was an eleven. Uh, so you start slowly pulling the chul uh, towards the javelin. <laughs> and you see it, its tentacles are whipping around as it's like... <laughs> <laughs> and it's like whipping around and you slam it into the javelin. Um, and you just hear, you know how like everything's muffled underwater? You just, you just hear... <laughs> <laughs> um, roll oh, damage on the javelin. Uh <laughs> Roll what? Roll damage on the javelin. So whatever the javelin's damage is. Um, plus two because I'm raging. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one d six plus six then. Um, that is a ten. Okay, and you're gonna get an extra plus five damage because you're holding it and you're pushing it oh, onto cool. it. So it's fifteen damage total. Um, I. I keep I la- keep laughing. <laughs> okay, and uh, the uh, the chul is still uh, currently grappled by you as he's being pushed onto this uh, javelin, and you now see the the chul is is uh, he, he's starting to hurt. He's starting to hurt. Um, but now it's going to switch to Anthony. Tony. Okay. This thing doesn't want to die. Ugh, sorry, let me do Come that. Come on in, the water's fine. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I want to go in there. Um, I can just imagine what this looks like from just looking down into the water. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ray of Frost! <laughs> Uh, okay uh and because the creature uh is grappled uh you get advantage on the actually no you'd get disadvantage for shooting through the water so it's just a straight roll okay i mean if i go in there and get hurt i'm cooked so my my (laughs) ac is flipping 12 so five uh, you see the ray of frost, uh, similar to before. It slowly dissipates as it kind of is, starts passing through the water. Uh, and that's the end of your turn. This isn't uh, working. And so we're gonna we're gonna switch back up to Charlie. Uh, Charlie, you are still kind of beside uh, the chul after uh, coming off after uh, Billy began thrusting him onto the javelin in the water. What would you like to do? Wait, is the chul not doing anything? Uh, well, it's trying to resist Billy currently. All oh, right. I let go of the chul and I swim up a bit. Can I disengage though? Like disengage? Like so? Uh, no, Seth. You already said you were gonna just swim up. You did Fine. not disengage first. So you see it. It sees you start to go up, and it's gonna make a wide claw attack at you for trying to uh, for swimming away. Uh, oh my gosh! That's another natural one. So it swings wide. It's it's so distracted by Billy uh, that it, it starts to reach its claw and then immediately whips it back down. As you see, it actually loses a bit of ground on the javelin and goes a little bit deeper onto it. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, um, Charlie, it's still your turn. You managed to swim away from it. While I'm swimming and I see it missed and it 
messed itself up, I look back and stick my tongue out, and I, mm, eh, oh, water. <laughs> um, and I swim up, and I come back on dry land, and I move over to uh, Tony, and I'm like, Tony, do you, do you got any special moves? Uh, I can't even do them. Well, if you have one, you should pull it next round because I'm going to use my action to help you in combat. And I get behind him just like I did earlier, and I put my face in his ass, and I put my hands on his hands. <laughs> and, and I'm ready to help, so he should have advantage on like, whatever attack he does next. Yeah, okay, you're going to um, take the help action then, and yeah. you're going to try and... Um... Yeah, try and help guide Anthony's uh, next attack. Yeah. So it's going to switch back down to Billy, who still has the jewel in hand, uh, and he's uh, still got him on the javelin. Okay. I uh, pull up my great I pull up my great axe now and mm-hmm. uh, roll the... Well, I, I attempt to slash at him. Okay, so you uh, let go of him, so he's no longer grappled, uh, and you uh, take a swing. All right. Uh, I'd have to roll to hit, right? Yep. You can, uh, if you're going to do two, like if you're taking an attack, you can attack twice, so you can roll both. 21. Uh, that's going to hit. All right. That's 16. And then I'm okay, going to yeah. hit again. That's 14. So 30 damage for those for your, kids at, for your kids at home. Wow. Yeah. Uh, it is looking rough now. You see those two big slashes come across it as there's still the javelin uh, in its uh, back. It got lodged between two plates on its uh, its chitinous uh, exterior as your axe crosses over its uh, chest. Two big swipes in an X uh, formation, and you see it's looking bad. Uh, but next, it's going to uh, jump up to Anthony. Uh, actually, sorry, uh, one other thing, Billy, make another constitution saving throw. Twelve. Okay, uh, yeah, so you are starting to feel the effects of being under the water too long. Uh, what's your constitution? It is, is it a, is it plus four? It's 15. It's plus two. Uh, what's plus two? Okay, if you don't go above the water in the next two rounds, you will drown. Uh Okay, well, I have an extra light. I have an extra light. And it's now uh, Anthony's turn. Okay. Um, I know exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to do magic missile. Even though I don't really need advantage because it's impossible to miss with this move. But I appreciate it. I'm hoping anyway. <laughs> Charlie, thank you. <laughs> uh, what level are you casting I'm going to cast at level two so I get to cast four of them. Huh. Uh, 16. Not bad. Were those D4s or D6s? D4s. Okay, cool. Uh, you said 16? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> you, you see those four missiles fly out of your palm, Konami! and they splash down into the water as it's still recoiling from the axe hits from, uh, from Aunt, uh, from Billy, and you see them smash into the sides of it, and it looks so bad. Like, it looks like its shell is starting to, like, uh. fall off of its body, and it's, like, there. it looks absolutely awful. And so, uh, now it's its turn, and it's going to 
it you see it starts to freak out it is it is been cornered its animalistic instincts really start to unleash as it takes two more swings at you billy uh to uh attack you with its pincers uh that's a 15 and a 16 okay well it's half damage because i'm in rage mode do both of those hit though oh 15 yeah okay um so you get hit by both of those so it's i'm gonna roll uh damage on those so it's gonna be Uh, that's another 24 damage halved, uh, cause it's, uh, uh, cause you get the resistance half damage. So that's 12 damage you're going to take from that. Uh, but now that you were grappled in its arms again, it's going to, you see its tentacles start whipping around and they start lunging towards your face. And so they're going to make another attack and that's going to be 17. Yep. The 17 hits. Awesome. Okay. Um, so let's see, uh, let me double check here on as its tentacles come forward. Um, make a, a constitution saving throw. Oh boy. 18. Okay, uh, so you feel the tentacles come wrapping around your neck and head as you feel these barbs on the tentacles start piercing into your body as a poison starts to set in. But in your barbarian rage, you feel your body pulse and resist the poison as it's, as it's rejected back out of it and you manage to resist it. Uh, and that, uh, is going to be the end of its turn. Um, so it's now going to jump back to the top where it's going to jump to Charlie. Charlie, uh, you see Billy currently under the water with the, uh, chul. It's looking real bad. Uh, Billy's taking some pretty big hits though. And he's also uh, a little worse for wear as well. And he's currently grappled by the chul under the water. What would you like to do? I remove my face from Tony's ass. And my, <laughs> and my hands slide off his and I look at him I'm like I've taught you all I can see damage numbers like that should happen every turn <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I see and I see <laughs> I, I see I see the exposed shrimp body and it looks delicious it looks like the forbidden fruit I've always wanted to taste but I couldn't do to my allergies and I take out my rapier and I jump in the air, spiraling down like a corkscrew to go under the water and stab the chul with my rapier. And all the while I'm shouting, special move, Davy Jones hallway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, roll the hit. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, that's a 23. Yeah, that definitely hits. Roll damage. That's a nine. Yeah. Uh, so you uh, come splashing down through the water uh, and with your rapier extended out, piercing through like a an Olympic diver, gently passing through the water as you go straight down. Billy, you see the chul recoiling back after its tentacles attempting a 
to poison you. And just as you see it start to ready its claws to go and strike you again, you see Charlie come straight down, rapier through the top of its skull into its body, and you see it recoil back and whip around as it begins to static and shift and jitter, and it explodes into pixels. And it dies. The two of you come floating up to the top of the water. Uh, Billy, you gasping for air as you were dangerously close to drowning. And as you look up, you see another big uh, set of big yellow text appear in the sky that says success. And you feel that release again as that invisible barrier locking you in has once again dropped. And you've defeated the jewel. Hey, we did it. I know we I can look do for it. Shri- I look for any remains. Uh, the remains disappeared with the Chul's destruction. It didn't drop any shrimp bits, like, like for loot or something. Uh, make a, uh, investigation check. Can I look too? Just for loot? Uh, sure. Just for loot? Okay. Sure. Just gonna roll four. It's a ten. Uh, a ten? Yeah. Uh, you do see a glowing icon at the bottom of the pool. I swim. I go. I go for it. You swim down, you go and grab it, uh, you tap it, it adds into your inventory, and you can see it says Chul Meat, and there is a uh, a little heart icon that you can see uh, on the corner of it with a question mark beside it. I swim back up to the guys, Mm -hmm. and I assume the inventory has like a Minecraft system where it's like you put the stuff in certain spots, it makes something. Uh, currently there is no, uh, crafting option. Okay, I combined the bread that I bought with the meat. That's Dark Mage 4. Ooh. Uh, yeah, so you, you layer the two, and you see it transform into a chul meat sandwich. I take it out, <laughs> so it materializes in my hands. Mm-hmm. But I'm not a greedy boy, so I take my rapier, and I slice it into quarters, and I give one to Billy and one to Tony, and I'm like... Tonight we feast. I mean, today, right now, let's feast. I want to try this. Okay. And I bite. Uh, do you all take a bite? Yeah, but I like. I stick my tongue out enough to at least see what it tastes like, and I imagine it's pretty salty. Uh, it is very salty. But I thought this was fresh water, DM. <laughs> uh, they can this survive make on both. Any sense and he's at all. <laughs> he spent a lot more time in the ocean. He's just been hanging out here for a little bit. So if we um, follow this river, we might get to the ocean, fellas. Eventually. <laughs> um, so, uh, do you all take a bite of the sandwich? I don't. I do. I do. Uh, okay, Charlie, Billy, I do. Yep. Okay, uh, the two of you take big bites of the sandwich. I take a small you see bite. The bite sorry. Of- uh, well, you take the bite, and a, a large bite appears all the same, and then all of a sudden you see the sandwich disappear like it has been consumed, and uh, Charlie and Billy make constitution saving throws. Fourteen. Sixteen. Both of you just managed to succeed in resisting the poison that has permeated the Chul's body, uh, and you can feel like you would be paralyzed but your bodies managed to resist it uh and each of you gain five hp Mm, finger looking good (laughs) i've been missing out on this my whole life (laughs) oh man (sighs) i eat the other quarter (laughs) 
okay, make another uh, constitution saving throw. Four. Oh. Uh, you take a bite, and you, uh, although your body could resist it the first time, the second time, not so lucky, as you feel the poison rapidly shock through your body, and you are paralyzed. And you uh, still regain five hit points, uh, but you are currently paralyzed on the ground. It's so good. Uh. <laughs> uh, after a minute passes, uh, the paralysis wears off, and uh, you can uh, move again. <laughs> oh, talk about a food chasm. <laughs> Uh, you see the uh, familiar flashing arrow appear as it wants you to continue down the path. I take a um, I well, I I activate my wizard ability um, without taking the mana potion. This is just something I can do. Arcane recovery. Oh no, it's only for a short rest. Mm-hmm. Okay, never mind. I don't do anything. Okay. Uh, do you guys keep walking down the path? Onward! Hell yeah! Hell yeah! So you guys continue to make your way down the path, uh, following this flashing arrow as you cross through to the other side of the lake and back into a familiar forest scenery as you entered in on. You walk along for about another five minutes or so as you make it uh, towards the end of the forest line. As you can see, there's a clearing on the other side. However, that clearing is short-lived as it turns into a long, flat cliff face. You break through the tree line into the open uh, plateau as you see a massive stone gate that currently is embedded in this flat rock wall. And what you originally thought was a cliff face actually is a massive stone keep with large spires along the corners. It's a huge stone wall as the sky is now black above it and lightning begins flashing. You look down at that stone gate again and you see a sphere-like creature floating around as it seems to be dusting the door. Would you guys like to walk towards it? No. I try to walk the other way again. You get met with that same resistance that you felt at the very beginning. Do you want to keep walking away? No. I know my fate. (laughs) I'm I'm not going to make this decision, fellas. How far away is it, Connor? Uh, Probably about uh, 50 feet. Uh... It hasn't currently paid you any mind, uh, and it's it's hard to kind of fully make out what it is at this distance, but it looks like a, a floating, round creature, uh, and again, kind of looks like it's dusting the door. Okay, guys, uh, let's take this to a vote. Uh, friend or foe? I say foe because, as my parents always told me, spheres mean, oh dear, and that's bad. Definitely a foe. Billy? Yes. <laughs> okay. I take out my bow and I shoot. Um. Okay. Uh, roll to hit. Seventeen. Uh, yeah. Your arrow goes flying as you see it hit in the back of this floating sphere, and you hear uh, a scream. Uh, roll damage. 
I don't feel as good about this decision anymore. <laughs> I should have tied a note to it or something. That's uh, that's seven damage. Nice. Uh, okay. Can I do something too? Sorry. <laughs> um, one sec. After that happens, you hear uh, kind of like a scream as you see this giant sphere with a large eye and a big mouth and four tentacles coming off of it. And it looks as though there are eyes at the end of the tentacles. And it was holding a feather duster as it was dusting the door with one of those long tentacle arms. And you hear it scream and look at the three of you. And in your minds... Uh, you all hear this. Well, my goodness, that was so rude. I cannot believe that you just did that. Oh my gosh, my butt, that was ridiculous. I mean, I don't even quite have a butt, but oh my gosh, that hurt. Why would you, how could you do that? Oh my goodness. What are you doing here? You're a bad guy. <laughs> so, Look, we so have a uh, game to beat, and I start kicking him. He's like 50 he's feet away. He's He's floating. He's like 50 feet away and floating in the air. I thought my leg was longer. <laughs> I thought my leg was 50 feet long. Okay. <laughs> this is bullshit, DM. Look, are you, you're not even going to... You guys are so rude. You're not even going to ask my name? No. Hey, you. What's your name? Don't don't ask. Don't. Then he gets the power. Well, I'm glad you and asked. I cast Magic Missile. My name is... What the... F- <laughs> Okay, it's going to be at level two. So, uh, oh, 16 again. Uh, okay. Yeah. Damn. Okay. And then I'm going to use, I don't know if I can. Uh, that's, nope, that's the end of your, what? your little What about a there. bonus action? Uh, nope. Uh, that's the end of it as the spectator responds with, all right, fine, y'all want to be assholes? Let's be assholes. And you see his yellow eye glow. And what you previously missed is there's a large hatch positioned above the giant stone door. And you see that hatch flop open as two piles of what look like meat land on the ground. And you see him look over at you two again, and you hear, All right, me, my friends, Timmy and Tommy. As you see these two piles of meat shamble to an upright position as these two massive flesh golems stand in front of you. And you feel that barrier drop once again as the the words fly across the sky. Roll initiative! Bring it on! Sixteen for me. Twenty-three. <laughs> I have a eleven. 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 That's a one-one. Natural to one times two. <laughs> no, no, that's not. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> oh no. I've been playing this game wrong. <laughs> You need to add this thing. No, I'm not even going to ask. It's, I don't want to know. You're not no, I got an 11. I just got an 11. That math test you do, you're going to fail. <laughs> no. Okay.
Okay, so first up in the order is going to, uh, not surprisingly, be Charlie. I am the speed of light! I'm surprised. Okay, so just to <laughs> just to kind of paint a picture for you of uh, the current layout, so the three of you are kind of standing in a line, uh, just uh, kind of across the uh, tree line there, uh, about sixty feet away. You see uh, two flesh golems, and uh, floating in between them is the spectator. What would you like to do? Okay, they're quite a ways away. Um, I I walk over to uh, Billy and Tony. Uh, How you doing? Guys, I got I got I got a plan. Tony, you got magic, right? You got some magics that can help? Yeah, I do. You wanna use blindness or or I don't know, one of those spells. Man, it's kinda like you already know my spells, it's amazing. Yeah. How do you know his spells, Charlie? Because he used it he used it before! No, this is like like you know a spreadsheet or something. I don't Have you played this game before? Oh. Um, anyway, <laughs> Billy! Uh <laughs> Billy, I got an idea. Yeah. Okay, so while Tony's backing us up, I'm gonna I'm a rogue and I, I took a quick peek after looking at my start menu stuff so I knew how to play a rogue. Real good. And I have to do a sneak attack. But I think it'll be better if Okay, I'm just gonna go in your hand and I climb in his hand so he can hold me like a sword because he's like a giant barbarian and I'm just a really tiny halfling. And I like <laughs> I take my rapier and I hold it above my head so I'm like straight. So he's like grabbing my legs and holding me and I'm like just stiff so I'm like a human sword that's amazing uh, Billy hold me behind your back so that I'm stealthed <laughs> and then when you walk up <laughs> whip me out and slash and it'll be a sneak attack and it'll be awesome uh, <laughs> okay um, so basically I want him to hold me behind his back like a hidden dagger yep uh, yeah I got that Um. so in that case um uh, roll a stealth check for me. I'm dying! 13! Oh, there you go! <laughs> okay, 13. Um, I mean, as far as uh, you can tell, you think uh, you think you're tucked behind his back pretty well. I know I am! That's my turn! Uh, okay, so yeah, you're, uh, you're currently <laughs> held in the back of, or behind Billy uh, in his hand. Um, <laughs> kind of like a, a big uh, halfling dagger. Halfling-sized dagger. Um, <laughs> in that case, we're going to move next to the order, and it's going to uh, be Anthony. Hey, that's my name. Don't wear it out. Okay, well, I'm actually pretty tired, so I'm going to throw back this mana that I have. Is that a bonus action or what? Uh, you're Sorry, you're throwing. You're drinking one of the uh, mana potions? The mana potion I bought from that lady in, in the town. Uh, yeah, you can, uh, you can take that as a bonus action. Wow, it tastes like blueberry, raspberry, blue raspberry. I'm gonna cast blindness! <laughs> I cast blindness. They have to make it, uh, constitution saving throw, DC 15. Uh, okay. Uh, so DC 15, uh, they are going to do that. And you said constitution? Yeah! Uh, okay, so the one on the left side, uh, from you guys staring at them, uh, it did take effect, the other one saved. 
What about the, so, the big floating so guy? So the one on the left is, uh, you see it start um, kind of throwing its head around a little bit after you see this black shroud kind of swirl around its uh, around its face. Uh, and it seems to be uh, very distracted, like it, it just it can't perceive anything currently. And I say to I say to everyone else, you now have advantage on attacks against it, and it has disadvantage on attacks against you! I give Tony a wink from behind Billy's back. I somehow feel inspired. Does he get an inspiration point? <laughs> Does he get an inspiration? That sounds like you got that one. That sounds like you got an inspiration point. <laughs> hey. Uh, yeah. You can take a point of inspiration. Hey, oh, that's oh, I give point. a wink to Billy, too, even though I'm behind his back. Does he feel it? Does he get one? <laughs> <laughs> no, he does not. I wink at my other eye with my current eye. <laughs> uh, I, feel, I, 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 I feel the love from everyone around me, <laughs> and I get an inspiration point. Uh, Anthony, is that the uh, is that the end of your turn? Does he get? Does he actually get one though? Does Billy get one? No, he does not. What if I feel it? I really feel it. <laughs> no. Okay, we're moving on. Anthony, Anthony, are you gonna do anything else on your turn? I'm gonna back up 15 feet so I'm not so close to the action. Okay, great. Um, actually, one quick question: What was the range on blindness? You don't need to know. It's 30. Uh, I would. It's 30 feet. <laughs> that's none okay, of your business. So you <laughs> yeah, were 60 private. feet away. So you would, you were sixty feet away, so you would have had to move thirty feet forward to cast it. So I'll I'll allow that to be the case. But now you're thirty feet uh, from uh, the two flesh golems and the spectator. That's fair. All right. Um, okay. In that case, uh, it's now going to be the spectator's turn. So the spectator, having seen uh, Anthony here start throwing around uh, some magic spells, uh, is not a fan of that. Uh, so what he's actually going to do is you're going to see two of his eyes uh, start whipping around, and he's going to shoot two of them uh, at you, uh, Anthony. Um, so I need you first to make a uh, uh, wisdom saving throw, and then I would like you to make a constitution saving throw. Repeat on. Thirteen for my wisdom. Five. Okay. No, seven for my constitution. Okay. So you see the two colored beams come shooting out of the spectators, uh, two of the four eyes kind of uh, on the tentacles. Uh, the first one hits you and you feel a wave of confusion start to start to pass over you, but you manage to shake it off in your in your wisdom. But after feeling confident and, and good about shaking off the confusion, you get hit by the second ray, which is the, a paralyzing ray. <sighs> and so you are now paralyzed for one minute. Uh, as you've failed uh, that saving throw. Um, the uh, At the uh, end of your next turn, uh, you can make uh, another saving throw to try and do it. Um, but uh, until that point, you are paralyzed. Dang it, I guess uh, that would so have been next... a perfect time to use my recently acquired inspiration. Uh, it would have Dang been, it. but you already know the result. Uh. So unfortunately, you cannot. Um so in that case, uh, after the spectators, it's going to switch to our flesh golems. Uh, so the one on the left, not really know what's going on. It's just going to start blindly charging forward, um, but it doesn't uh, really know where anything is. Uh, but it's going to attempt to uh, swing at you, um, uh, uh, you Anthony, uh, but it has disadvantage because it's blind. It would have seen your position before it was blind. So it's just kind of aimlessly running there. Uh, that's going to be disadvantage. So, uh, what's your AC, actually? I don't want to tell you, DM. 
but it's only twelve. Uh, it's uh, only twelve. Yeah. Okay. So actually, it's uh, it's still gonna hit uh, on the first one, and uh, it does miss on the second one though. So you're uh, you're fine on that one. Um, so it's going to uh, roll damage. Actually, you're paralyzed. No, I'm not. <laughs> DM, you uh, got yeah, so a wisdom saving throw. Because you're paralyzed, you. it's I'm fooling you. because <laughs> because you're paralyzed. It's actually an auto crit when it does hit. Uh, so this is going to be crit damage. Um, uh, so that's going to be sixteen points of damage. Uh, Whoa! Just from the uh, hit there. Wow! Yikes! Uh, so then the other flesh golem is going to uh, run up, uh, and because uh, everybody else is too far away, uh, and they can only move 30 feet, uh, it's going to run up and uh, swing at you as well. Also, DM, can I cast spells mm-hmm. if I'm paralyzed? You cannot. You cannot do anything until you uh, remove the paralysis, which happens at the uh, end of your turn. Okay. Uh, okay, so it actually has advantage because this one is not blind. That's going to hit, and that is also going to hit. So you're going to take two more hits there. Oh, really sorry about that roll. Um, wow. So that would be... I can feel Bowser getting closer to me. He's chasing me down, the King um... Koopa. (laughs) <laughs> Mario, where are you? Did you cast blindness on yourself? No, but it's just a feeling I have. It is. <laughs> King Koopa's breathing down my back. Um, that's gonna be thirty-four damage. Oh, uh, I fall unconscious. <laughs> wow. Uh, okay. Uh, so you have <laughs> fallen unconscious. Paralysis is a bitch. Um, but the jokes all right. on you. <sighs> and uh, that's the uh, end of their rounds. Uh, so next, it's going to switch to Billy. <clears throat> all right. Um, I've been thinking throughout all this this dia- this uh, fighting here, and uh, I'm starting to see this is a little unnecessary. Uh, this, if this is a video game, then I should be at any point able to put up my put away my weapons. Put my fist in front of my face, and then mash the dialogue <laughs> option, <laughs> and <laughs> in hopes of getting this guy to <laughs> stop and talk about some punishment via currency or uh, or you know some other type of item he may want. But I know I didn't spend any money in that village in hopes of this so- happening because <laughs> I. I I put away my weapons, DM, and I put up my fist in blocking, and I just scream. <laughs> say, okay. Do you want to talk so to me? After, after <laughs> you put your weapons away, you do see um, the faintest icon appear right beside the spectator, but you're 60 feet away. 
So you're not going to be able to trigger a dialogue option there, um, especially based on your previous experience in the town. You realize you had to be pretty much, you know, within five feet, like within range of a character to initiate a, a dialogue okay. option like that. Uh, so if you would like to attempt this, you're going to have to basically uh, run up point blank uh, to this spectator, which is currently 60 feet away. Um, with, uh, okay. So you'll and 30 feet away from him and like kind of in between you two are the two flesh golems. Uh, so how would you like to, how would you like to kind of close the gap? Uh, I would like to okay. activate my rage, which, uh, gives me increased speed okay. as well. Um, right now my speed without rage okay. is 40 feet. Um, so because of rage, I should be able to reach him. My speed is 40 feet without rage. So I, with rage, uh, I would like to attempt to uh, reach him uh, with that. But still, I may be in rage mode, but I am as vulnerable as a normal yeah, citizen you, right now. No, no Yeah, you do have your weapons uh, sheathed and put away. Um, so you uh, run... Uh, how Actually, how, how would you like to run towards the spectator? Currently, the flesh golems are in between you within 30 feet. Have you ever seen the movie Get Out? Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know that scene <laughs> where you think the guy's gonna run right at him and like plow him over? I would like to run like that. <laughs> so, so in your rage, Billy's just like very stoic, like eyeing down the spectator, knowing what he needs to do. And when he's just about to reach the range of the flesh golems for uh, an attack of opportunity, makes a hard right, hard left, and just keeps going past them and manages to stay out of range. <laughs> Oh, um, yeah, so the spectator's floating. Uh, so I want you to make an athletics check for me. Uh, yeah, I can make an athletics uh, check, so I'll just roll for that. I get plus seven on athletics, because I have high strength. That is a 21. Yeah, so you, uh, as you're sprinting, and you, you jump, and you're within range of the spectator now. Um, so I want you to go ahead and just roll... Um, another d20 and just add your proficiency. Proficiency, okay. Um, the 16. Okay, so you go sprinting in and you jump with this magnificent barbarian rage that you see the reticle change shape like you've just reached the range to talk to the NPC, and you start mentally mashing the A button as fast as you can, <laughs> just trying to like, come on, 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 come on. <laughs> My mouse is like, as you do, you freeze midair, uh, and your character turns. <laughs> And the spectator turns to face you. Uh, both of the flesh golems freeze, uh, as well as uh, uh, Charlie and Anthony both freeze, as you are now locked in a dialogue with the spectator. Uh, the spectator <laughs> turns to you and says, I can't believe you would do that. I can't believe you would just shoot me with an arrow. I should kill you for this. My apologies. We simply thought that uh, we are on a quest, 
and simply thought that we have already reached the last boss. You can you can understand that uh, the we we were threatened by simply the power uh, it, it, emanating from from the arena around us. Well, that's embarrassing. You thought I was the last boss. You're talking about the big man upstairs who's up in the castle. Of course, it's not going to be me who's going to be the last boss. That's just ridiculous. Why would you ever think something like that? No, I just, I just kind of take care of the gate and I, I, I clean things and then, then try to ward off aggressive people like you who want to think you can just wander in here and do things like that. Like, I'm a, I'm a pretty nice guy. I like to, I'm, I like to talk to people. I like to have a conversation. You just, you just came in here and shot me. I just, so I, I, I think there's a good chance I'm going to kill you unless unless you can do something real nice for me. And af- after he finishes that line, you see a text uh, dialogue option pop up um, where it says, oh, God. Uh, give blue feather, sorry I've got nothing, or cancel. <laughs> oh, man. So uh, since we're in a party, I can I can kind of we share an inventory. Is that what's going on? Because uh, I don't have the blue feather. He does. Or, uh, uh, Tony you do does. not have a shared inventory. No. Well, if the dialogue option is there, it it must it wouldn't be there unless the the game's aware that that someone in our party has it. So I'll just do it regardless. Uh, I, I click the dialogue option that says give give the the blue feather. As soon as you try and click it, you see the text flash red and it says insufficient inventory. Um uh, what what, the, what was the other option besides cancel? Uh nope, I've got nothing. Uh cancel. Uh you press cancel and immediately uh your jump continues in the direction that it was going before and you fly past the spectator. Uh so that was your turn because you're uh, that was your movement, yeah, your jump, and your action to initiate the conversation. Um, but you have learned uh, that it does want the blue feather. Uh, but now it is going to switch uh, back to the top of the order, which is Charlie. Charlie, you're left uh, 60 feet back from the spectator where Billy had ran away from. No, I don't believe uh, I am. I believe I was a feet. weapon that he sheathed, and I'm currently in his belt loop. He <laughs> 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 did say that. <laughs> I am a human weapon. Technically, I'm in Jacob's inventory or Billy's he inventory. <laughs> he was stealthing it. Jake, Jacob wouldn't have been able to run the way he did if he had still been carrying you, so he would have had to put you down. He never said that, DM. Give me this. Come on. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Billy made his decision. I am a limp. I am just a straight sword lying on the ground thinking I still got the stealth. <laughs> um... What would you like to do? Man, I don't know. Uh, did did he see the dialogue box? By we the ha- way, yeah. Did I see that? Uh, both of you make a perception check. Well, I'm unconscious. Oh yeah. So then Anthony definitely didn't. <laughs> uh, I'm unconscious. Sixteen. Uh yeah. Uh Bill. Uh Charlie, you definitely would have seen the blue feather dialogue option. So I'm. Lying on the ground, stiff as a board, like holding my rapier high, just like face down in the dirt. But out of the corner of my eye, I saw the dialogue box. In the back of my mind, I'm thinking, Billy, you need to be more careful with your weapons. Um, but uh, believing that I am stealth incarnate, 
I slowly go into like a, a panther, like pounce all fours stance. Like I push myself up off the ground. And seeing the blue feather and seeing the only one who I know has the blue feather and is currently unconscious uh, is over there. I start booking it towards him. Uh, okay. Towards, uh, towards Tony. So, yeah, you have 30 feet of movement. So you can do that and run up uh, into uh, range there and, and get to Tony. Um, what would you like to do? I reach into my inventory. I'm glad I got two slices of bread. And I shove a piece of bread down his throat. That's the only <laughs> healing I have. <laughs> yeah. As you do that, you see a uh, plus five uh, in green text pop up beside his head. Uh, and now, Anthony, you've just regained five hit points. Uh, and you are now conscious. Wow, I'm feeling great. High five. High five. Yeah. yeah. You owe me a sandwich. <clears throat> All right. Because I stole Thank one from you. you when we were in grade school. What? I mean, that was you? Yeah. Oh. But that was a different life. We're in a different Don't worry, world everyone's now. done that. It's, I, I, it's kind of normal. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, it's your turn. Oh, yeah. Tony, it's, it's the blue feather. You got to give it to him. Also, so, put down any weapons. Yeah. Uh, so that is uh, the end of your turn, Charlie. And uh, Anthony, Tony, it's, uh, it's your turn. Okay. What would you like to do? Dialogue? You're currently standing in between two flesh golems. Okay, so dialogue doesn't take an action? Uh, it does. Like, if like if you want to try and initiate the dialogue with the spectator, that would be your your action, because you're trying to go up and spam dialogue mid-combat. Okay, so I couldn't cast, like, a, a full action spell and then talk to this guy? Uh, no, you could cast a spell and then run up to him but you would have to try and initiate the dialogue on your next turn okay i'm going to i'm going to misty step which is okay. a bonus action spell all right perfect i believe the range on misty step is 30 feet yes so you're actually currently uh 30 feet from the spectator yes. uh so if you wanted you could misty step uh, like basically right beside him midair. Yeah, I'm just I'm trying to avoid like. getting attacks of reaction. Misty step would not provoke an attack of opportunity oh, yeah. because you're not moving out of range. You're teleporting away. Okay. Yo, peace out. I'm like the mist in the night, and I'm gonna cast misty step. Okay. Yeah, you do that, and you pop up uh, beside the uh, spectator. Roll a d20 <laughs> plus proficiency. What? Roll a d20 plus proficiency. Oh, man. 18! Yeah, you managed to uh, initiate uh, the dialogue uh, again with the spectator. Uh, and it turns to you. The world freezes similarly like it did Billy. You kind of missed it the first time because you were unconscious. But for uh, for everyone else, the world freezes. The spectator uh, immediately just jerks and turns to you. And you turn to him and you stand there kind of like no clipping, floating in the air like you're standing on the ground. But you're midair. Uh, and it turns <laughs> to you and says... I can't believe you guys would do that. You would just go and shoot an arrow at me like that. That's like, that's so rude. I should just kill both of you right now. All three of you right now. Hey, look, I'm so sorry. You know, I wasn't really thinking about what I was doing. I'd, I'd love to make it up to you if there was only some way. 
well, I can think of one way that you could maybe make it up to me. And then uh, you see the same dialogue box. Well, you don't see it, but they're uh, before. But the same dialogue box pops up where it says to give the blue feather. Uh, nope, I've got nothing and cancel. Hmm. Of all the things you could ask of me, this is the one <laughs> thing I don't think I could give. This blue feather is for a friend down the line. I think I'm going to cancel. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Blue feather. Oh, oh man, I thought. Oh, I thought you were gonna cancel it for real. <laughs> um. All right. Uh, you select the blue feather option and you see it flash like it was selected and then you see a little icon uh, indicating that the blue feather has been removed from your inventory no uh, the spect- <laughs> spectator uh, then responds with oh my gosh this is such a lovely gift thank you like I didn't I didn't know you saw me as more than friends like this is this really this really means a lot to me like I really you should meet my family before we start getting a little more serious here like I just uh, wow this is so embarrassing oh, oh, Timmy Tommy you guys can get out of here oh, I think we're God. okay here now and after that happens you see both the flesh golems kind of go slack like they're no longer longer in combat go back over to the main gates and start to crawl up where they open the hatch they uh slid out of before and they crawl back inside uh and the spectator's still sitting there just oh my goodness that's so kind to you i just that was oh my goodness thank you i just we're like family you know we gotta be good to one another that's what i'm saying is we gotta be a team why do we always gotta be in in conflict with each other well, we're definitely gonna be a family now. You gave me, th- you gave me the feather. That means we're supposed to get married. Like that's, well, we should probably pick a date soon. That's just so kind. Yeah, we just gotta go. We got a couple things we gotta do. Once we get those things done, then maybe we can talk this all through. Yeah, totally. You know, it's a, it was a little shocking to me too that she gave this to me. That's just that's so nice. I don't get don't I don't get to talk to a lot of people out here, so to think that someone really looked at me this way that what they they cared for me so deeply It just it means so much. It's just well, how about well, you know, the only real friend I have is uh, is the big man up at the top of the castle. So well, I'll just open the doors. You go, you can go talk to him and uh, tell him the good news. That's great. Thank you. I appreciate. Make things official. So, I'm, I'm gonna go call my ma. You know what? You stay and, uh, here. You stay here. We're going to go up there. We're going to go take care of it. We'll come bring you the news after. Oh, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, and then the dialogue Perfect. option drops. You fall down to the ground. The spectator ah. kind of moves over and uh, moves to the side of the door. You see its center Cyclops eye on the main sphere of its head uh, flash yellow as the two stone doors uh, that are the gate entrance of the castle slowly slides open and you see a blue arrow, or not a blue arrow, but you see an arrow flash uh, to indicate to move forward. Wait, wait, wait. I, I imagine this is the last time we're going to be like outside in a sense, like outside the castle. So is there any, like tall grass around here or anything? Uh, currently, no. It's more like uh, like short grass and dirt. Um, and then it goes to the tree line. Um, I whack at the short grass. <laughs> Normal grass. <laughs> uh, yeah, you you smack the ground, and uh, there's not a uh, uh, a major response or anything. No, like, uh, is there any rocks, like small rocks I could lift? Uh, there, there's a couple. Actually, make it make a perception check. Make a perception check. Okay. Okay. 
13. You notice that there are uh, three small boulders uh, about 20 feet to the right of the big doorway um, that seem to be in an interesting formation. Uh, I pick up the one on the closest to me. Uh, you pick it up and you see a single gold coin. Oh, cool. Uh, I throw the rock away. Uh, you throw it at the wall and it explodes. I pick up the next one. Uh, you see underneath it is five gold coins. Cool. I throw it, throw it away. And you throw it at the wall again and it explodes again. (laughs) I pick up the next one. The last one. (laughs) And underneath that one, you see there is a small satchel of 50 gold coins. Oh, damn. Hell yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm done here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I, I hold the on to the rock. <laughs> you know what this room is? You never know. There could be like a puzzle where there's like a switch that needs to have like a rock on it or something. So make one more perception check for me. That one's a 15. Uh, You see a similar looking rock on the left side of the door, uh, about another 10 to 15 feet away. I ditch the rock I'm holding and I go to that one. (laughs) (laughs) And you pick it up as well? I pick it up. Uh, Yeah, so you pick it up and as you do, you see a small pink fairy come flying out of it and starts to circle around you and it restores 10 hit points. No! Oh, I didn't even have the chance to put it in, like, my Tinder box or anything? No, it immediately, as soon as you lifted the rock, yeah. it uh, it yeah. initiated an animation which uh, attempted to heal you 10 points. Sick. That's awesome, though. Uh, I'll hold on to the rock, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, uh, that's what I was hoping for, actually. So I'll hold on to the rock, and... Uh, I'm grateful for the life I'm living. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so the way you're carrying the rock, you have two hands over your head holding the boulder, uh, and you can't really equip any other weapons or do anything until you do something with this rock. But for as long as you want to hold the rock, you can hold the rock. I love I can, like, perfectly picture that. <laughs> okay. Uh, like so do you guys want to proceed? Held up. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I would like to proceed. But I follow in the back, because I'm really frail. <laughs> okay. In fact, um, guys, could we could we take a short rest? Please? Yeah, why not? Will the game allow us to take a short rest? DM, I'd owe ya. Uh, so, in this... Uh, in, a pumicillio within, always pays his debt. Within standard D&D, normally you would be able to sit and take a short rest. But after you guys start sitting around for roughly 20 minutes, you don't feel anything <laughs> wow. change. 10 minutes short. Wait, oh, wait, wait. I feel like I'm well, so no, close sitting, to recovery. You got, like if you could choose to sit for 30 minutes, but there's, there's just nothing that seems to happen. That arrow is still flashing to make you move forward. Um, I mentally mash all the buttons on the controller. Is there not like a Skyrim one where it's like I can set the number of hours I want to wait and it just like goes by? Uh, currently, no. Uh, or if you want, I can smoke a cigarette like Metal Gear style, but. <laughs> we need someone know, to play in our, car, in our car and make it nighttime. This is just this is just going to be something we're going to have to plead the developers to implement in. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Dev. Dark Mage 4. <laughs> Dark Mage 4 will have a daytime cycle. You think yeah. three games into this and they would make this happen. I cast Mage Armor <laughs> on myself. Okay. Uh, so you now have Mage Armor. So do you guys want to enter into the castle? 
Yes. Yay. All right, uh, so you guys do, and similar to every other zone change you guys have done, there's a brief flash as you disappear and repopulate onto the other side. You suddenly appear in a massive stone castle. You see chandeliers covered with cobwebs and flickering candles, a deep red carpet outstretched before you with small tears and and wear uh, sitting in it. You see generic-looking paintings lining the wall of, of portraits that are so pixelated you can barely make out if it's of, of who it would ever have been, uh, and massive pillars uh, with more candles attached to them uh, lighting the hallway. Uh, with an arrow to uh, keep flashing to move forward. So you guys continue uh, to walk along. Uh, can I have uh, everybody make a perception check? 12. 17. 15. Uh, okay, can I have uh, marching order as well? I forgot to uh, forgot to request that. I know um, Tony was in the back. Uh, I... I, I'm probably in the front, I imagine. Okay. With the rock. Uh, so you guys are walking along, and uh, Tony, you in the back uh, managed to see it just a split second too late. Uh, as you see the floor, uh, suddenly a line appears through the middle of it, and it drop open. Uh, Billy, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, it's just an 11. Uh, so you try and and catch the side of this uh of this hole that appears beneath you but you can't manage to grab it in time as you fall down and hit the bottom and your character flashes red as you've landed in a pitfall of spikes and you're going to take Twelve damage um, from falling into this pit. Uh, after landing, you can see that there is a uh, a small ladder for you to climb out. Uh, I rush to it because I imagine I'm in. It's like a pit of spikes. I must be in like a three second vulnerable state. Yeah, like so you, vulnerable state. Yeah, you sprint to the ladder and you uh, climb up, and uh, yeah, you get out uh, because the pit trap is triggered. You can still see it sitting open. So. Um, Charlie and Anthony, you guys can uh, walk around it. I must have lost the rock then, right? Uh, you did. Damaged? When you uh, hit the spikes uh, and you did your you know, damage animation, you dropped the rock and it shattered on the floor. This game sucks. <laughs> that was really nice of them to build that ladder for you, though. Yeah, well, otherwise it wouldn't be fair. <laughs> uh, okay, so you guys continue to walk uh, along the castle it seems like it's like the same hallway that's just constantly repeating itself. Like the developers slowly started to run out of money and they really started reskinning things. <laughs> um, and you're seeing the same painting over and over again of this pixelated blob that you still think is supposed to be a person, but you have no idea. Uh, and you go until finally you approach a staircase uh, to uh, proceed up it. Uh, and uh, you walk to the top of the staircase and uh, I would like all three of you to make another perception check. Eight. Another 15. Um, that is a 14. So uh, just Charlie this time. 
as you guys uh, make it to the top of the staircase and, and start walking with finally a new tile set uh, in this video <laughs> game, uh, Charlie, you notice something odd to the right. Something you guys have not seen before yet while being here. Uh, you see what looks like static uh, pixels that look like they're dead. There's just nothing there. Small voids and pieces. And you look and one of the side doors uh, that you just perceived as this uh, generic tile set is actually open. And then surrounding the frame are these broken pixels. And mm. as you walk up and upon further inspection, uh, you can see you can actually walk in and it's a small study. Yeah, guys, we shouldn't. We should avoid this one. This this looks bugged. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's finished. I think I think this game is just jacked up. I would I, honestly, you go in there. You're probably done. Wait, 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 who knows what could be in there? Maybe it's like an Easter egg. Wait, let me try something. I take out some ball bearings that I have, mm-hmm. and I kind of shoot one like a marble into the room. Uh, Not my yeah. snake eyes, though. <laughs> you uh, take a couple of those ball bearings and roll them through, and uh, you hear them, uh, you know, rolling across the stone floor, and you hear it roll through the door frame and onto the other side, and it sits there. Yeah, that's a trap. Yeah. <laughs> but I want to see what's inside there. I, I get closer and I look through to see if I notice anything uh, noteworthy. Uh, yeah, so you look through and you see a small study. You see books lining the walls and you see a desk uh, with a big leather chair on the other side of it. And on the desk, there is a mess of papers. Man, I wish I had made hand. So bad. Hey, Charlie, um, I, think... I bet you can't get in there and grab me some of those papers. Wait, you, you don't think I can? Well, I think you're so fast. I'm just, I'm a frail old man. Wait, did but... you say you didn't think I can? Because I can show you, old man. And I run in. Yes. Uh, so you go up and you run through the door frame and nothing happens. You're ah! now standing in the study. Oh, wow. <laughs> I walk in I too. wanted to see the void. I wanted death. <laughs> oh my gosh! One day, um, come on in, boys. The wa- wait, wait. I touched the room. I touched some stuff around. I actually, wait. Hold up. The bookcase. Every every uh, Boy Scout, which Charlie was at one point, knows that every bookshelf probably has a hidden like device book. Uh, make an investigation check. Natural one. <laughs> Uh yeah, they look uh like books. I go up yeah, to the Yeah, this is pretty oh, textbook stuff, guys. Um but come on in, the water's fine. <laughs> I go look at the papers on the desk. Yeah. Uh so uh, you go up and start investigating these papers on the desk. And when you're originally expecting you know, some maybe some lore for the game, a couple extra background pieces. You know, maybe this was a, an Easter egg for someone to find. Um, you don't see that. Uh, when you look at it, you actually see drawings of Ridgecliff High. You hmm. see a, a mess of, uh, of look like specifications of of locker sizes and and hallways and classrooms uh, a couple of names you don't recognize uh 
but uh, out of the mess of information that's kind of hard to interpret, you do see the name uh, Mr. Dolan. But is it written as Mr. Dolan or is it like first name Dolan? It, it is written as uh, Dolan as a surname, but Mr. Dolan is currently written there. And it's written like in a list of other names or as like a name of significance above the other name? Like, is it signed by Mr. Dolan? It's in a mess of information. Uh, it seems that he's being referenced. Uh, something uh, about him being at the school. Uh, for some reason, not all of it is, is fully legible. You see more of those kind of broken pixels and other things kind of clouding the way. Um, but you manage to, to make out uh, Mr. Dolan. Um, so actually... Looking through the additional papers, uh, you do find a first name, and you do see uh, Donald Dolan. Donald Dolan. Uh, hey, DM, guys. Can I, like, can yeah. I, like, control F, like, search for Dolan in these papers, or no? Like, like uh, word processing. Is that, this game probably doesn't have that. <laughs> you try and control F, and it doesn't seem to be a function in this game. That would probably have to be a, a, a feature request Microsoft for a Word sequel. is the only game I've ever played. The rules don't apply. Hey guys, come check this out. This is pretty interesting. Look, I got a whole bunch of notes, but it's about our school, and it looks like Mister Mister uh, what's his last name? Dolan. Mister Dolan. Uh, his first name is Donald. That's crazy. Um, but check this out. It's like information about our lockers and and everything. Isn't that weird? Yeah. What do you think this means? Who has who would have all this information about us? Uh, but not us, but the school. I don't know. They keep lots of records. It's, yeah, but why would they be It's probably in here? fine. I'm Wait. too young to question these things. <laughs> Man, this is so weird because I know it's a one-shot, but it's also, like, so interesting. I want to find out what's happening. So we, I'm pretty sure they already have a record of whose locker's who is just for management stuff. But why would they have that here? This is a new world. Um, Billy, what do you oh, think? my head. <laughs> uh, wait, wait, Charlie. You you work with teachers and stuff because you're a hall monitor. Do you do you recognize the writing? Um. Do I? Do I? Rec- can I do a history check? Uh, yeah, I, there's no history check needed. It looks like it's in-game, kind of like font uh, from what you're seeing. Yeah, this is definitely Calibri Light. <laughs> um. <laughs> It's more like a Helvetica, but that's fine. <laughs> Ariel at best. Um, no, no Times New Roman here. Uh, Times I, Old Roman. This is clearly not handwriting, Tony. Can I can I take these papers as and put in my inventory? Um, you attempt to collect the papers as 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 part of your inventory, uh, and it won't let you select them. It's like the game. Is, is reading an errored item. I keep backing up those papers. and walking towards the desk and seeing if a prompt shows up, like different angles, to see if the prompt to pick it up shows up. So there, you do, you are able to pick it up and try and add it to your inventory, but every time you do, it's like the game isn't recognizing the item. Okay. Uh, so it's not able to be added to your inventory. It's like a rare candy. It's almost like these papers aren't supposed to be in this game. Ah, uh, Okay. That's Billy, all what do you think? I needed. What? Billy, what does Billy think? Yeah, Billy, come over here. You're a sensitive soul, and you might be able to decrypt the, the emotional meaning behind all this. 
through song, maybe? Mm. I got nothing. <laughs> All right. I take out oil and I start dumping it and I get a light, like I, I light a candle and I'm ready to torch the place. <laughs> leave no <laughs> Boy Scout rule. Uh, leave, leave no trace. Wait, 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 wait. This is pretty nefarious, wouldn't you say? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, nefarious. Wait, why is this nefarious again? I don't know, Mr. Dolan sending us in here. His name being in this game, nefarious. Wait a minute, do you know what I just realized about this room? <laughs> There's no blinking arrow in here. We could probably take a short rest. Eh? <laughs> it's outside of the code. <laughs> There's... No short short rest triggers. I'm foiled again. <laughs> Wait, <clears throat> we uh we're playing with a controller, not like a keyboard, right? Uh, it's actually more so like old school joystick and buttons. The DM's thought of everything. He's unfoilable. It's almost like it's an old school '80s arcade game. Totally on brand. What if I went to the room and it was just like, yeah, I walk into the room. Because I've been standing outside. And then I... Could I just be like, request console? Uh, there's no response. Okay. Uh, is there a keyboard or anything in, in here? Is there... Uh, let me investigate the desk. Uh, make an investigation check. Can I assist him? This is like the whole, this is like Thanos grabbing the gauntlet. It's like fine, I'll do it myself, you idiots. <laughs> <laughs> the movie references today. <laughs> um, was a fifteen. Uh, you don't seem to find anything hold on, hold beyond. On. Wait, did he what? roll? Did he roll like a natural fifteen or or like like? No, it's a sixteen. I have a minus investigation. So <laughs> 16, okay, never mind. I was gonna replace. I was gonna one. do that divination thing. I can do, but never mind. Can't you only do that to yourself? No, I can do it to anyone I can see. Oh, fun! Uh, can you really see me for who I am? After um, you, you continue to search around, you don't manage to find anything beyond what uh, Anthony has already found. Guys, there. This room seems kind of buggy. I think it's because usually there's like, usually you can't access it, but in certain builds for games, I mean, I'm just like a, a nerd, a geek, whatever. You guys can call me whatever you want, but usually there's like, in, in games, developers leave like developer rooms where they can, they can kind of make changes or like <clears throat> have all like the best gear and everything. And here, do you think this could be like a developer room or anything? Do you miss, think Mr. Dolan could be the developer for this game? And we're like kind of beta testing in a sense? I'm not sure because he's referenced just like a bunch of other people in this thing. But it's definitely an option. I think there's more at play than we know. <laughs> <laughs> um... Would you guys like to do and anything else in terms of what room? I'll call you, Billy, I'm going to start calling you friend. Are there any windows in the room? <laughs> it's my first friend. Uh, there are uh, nice. windows uh, behind the chair, kind of that look outside, but it looks to be just kind of flat tiles. 
There's nothing else. Yeah, I just start to I just start destroying everything. <laughs> I just put up my great axe and just start smashing the desk and the bookshelves. I start jumping randomly <laughs> and, and trying to find a secret hidden block. Um. Okay. Uh. Yeah. You guys spend a couple of minutes doing that. Um. Billy, you start swinging your great axe around. There does seem to be some response to the items in here. Like it's like uh. Yeah, that kind of like an, an immortal status or something that's been placed on other physical objects hasn't been applied to this room. Uh, so you do start to you do manage to start damaging the desk and some of the other things in there. Uh, and Anthony, you just keep jumping around and uh, uh, nothing uh, seems to happen. What the hell? I light one. I light one of my torches and throw it on the ground. Uh, you see it just land on the ground and and just it's just burning. I I light. I go into my inventory, pull out seven torches, and throw them around the room. You watch as the uh, the torches go fly down and, and land on the floor, and the torches are just lying on the ground burning, but I, they don't um, seem to be igniting I, anything. I uh, take oil out of my flask, and I pour the oil over my rapier, and then I'm like, secret move! Serious series! Uh, hallway bully! Uh, Indian rug burn! And then I put my sword in the torch fire to light it. Does it work? Uh, you are able to, uh, activate the blade, uh, on the torch and your rapier is currently on fire and you see a small, you see a small six second countdown. Ah! And I just start swinging and then stab the papers too and everything. Uh, you do that, uh, and the damage to the desk seems to be similar to that of when Billy was swinging, but nothing is catching on fire. Guys, this is stupid! Are there any Okay, well... drawers in the desk? The book Sorry, yeah, sorry. Uh, you guys, you guys rooted through all the drawers, okay, and there's okay. there's no other information there. It's almost like there's nothing left in this room. The DM wants you to move on. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no. Um, there's something we're missing. Why would the DM put this if there's nothing here? I start stamping on every tile in the ground on the floor. I try and touch the static right on the static. Uh, I, I, <laughs> your hand. I book it out of the, I book it out of this room and I run up the stairs. <laughs> okay. uh, Charlie, for you, your hand as it crosses over into the broken pixels, you see your hand really start to like glitch out and whip around like it's just like like jolting back and forth rapidly, um, and it's it's freaking out, but it doesn't appear to be uh, damaging. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's move on. Yeah, okay, cool. I'll, I'll follow you. No way. Okay. So you guys uh, start to make your way up a massive spiral staircase, and it goes up for for quite a few minutes as, as you do this, and you continue down a, another few corridors, some small spires, until finally you go up a grand staircase, uh, ornate uh, with intense detail. As you see, there's a purple glow coming from a room at the top of the stairs and you start to step up and as you're walking up the stairs you see box text uh, start to scroll across and you see um, the text start to read off as our heroes arrive just in time as the dark mage is mid-ritual and all of a sudden the text box itself starts to static out and it completely disappears And you hear another voice speak up. And you hear, Oh, shut up, you disembodied voice. 
And as you reach the top of the stairs, Wait, you see... Wait, DM, DM, mm-hmm. DM. Can, can I press start to skip this cutscene? No! <laughs> you try and press start. <laughs> you just, you press start. And everything freezes for a brief moment. And then it statics again. And you're ripped out of the start screen. Hey. And <laughs> at the top in this chamber, you see a drow mage mid-ritual as you see magic swirling in the room like something has just been activated in the center as you step in. And the drow mage turns towards you and says, Oh, good, you've arrived just in time. Don't try and start menu me. This ain't no box text or part of the game. This is separate. This is my ritual. And you've just in time to help me complete it. Uh, get get rid of those... Get rid of those dastardly looks. I, I don't like looking at them. And he waves his hand as static kind of fans across the three of you. Hmm. And you all change images until you look like your real selves. You no longer look like the halfling or the barbarian or the old wizard. There's just Charlie, Anthony, and Billy standing in the room with this mage. Yo, what what happened to me? It's like I'm uh I'm like back to my young self again. It's it's hard to get back into the the New Yorker accent after being the Godfather for so long. <laughs> no, no, that body. It was everything I wanted. <laughs> I feel weaker, and. Like, I have to abide more by the rules again. Oh, (laughs) not that it really matters. You three are going to help me complete my ritual so I can finally free myself from this disgusting digital box that's kept me trapped here for so long. It's good to see that, uh, that, uh, my assistant has finally got three good candidates for this. Who's, you see, who's the assistant? Oh, it doesn't matter to you. You're going to be dead shortly. You see, this isn't simply just a game. This is a prison. It's a box. It's it's something to keep me confined. (laughs) You try and do that, but nothing is activating. You try and hit start, and it seems that since Billy was ripped out of his start screen, uh, it's not working. It's not working for any of you. You're not able to skip. And the dar- the mage sees you attempting to do this. He goes, You can try and press start all you want, but when you're with me, the full laws of this game don't apply. You see, I've been stuck here for millennia, and the core of this game has been repurposed and kept me bound here. You see, this, this isn't just a, a game. You see, magic is real, and it's been used to keep me bound here, and I need to form a new body on the other side so I can finally break out of here. And that's why you three are here. We've had other candidates and other flesh walk through here, but they didn't work, and now they're the meat slabs sitting outside. But you three, I think I can do something well with you three. But if you've been here for millennia, this game came out like last month. It's been reformed and reincarnated. You You see, previously I was actually stuck in these crystal dice. 
like an ancient version of Yahtzee. And then it is... <laughs> oh, Tamagotchi. I was, I was bound... I think it was Checkers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Someone didn't feed you, didn't they? <laughs> Wait, someone this didn't love sad. him enough. Did you, man? For Go three on, people, okay. for three people. Yeah, we'll listen. We'll be polite. <laughs> for three, and I, we, I whisper to the guys. I'm like, guys. For three people who are about to die, you seem to be fairly lighthearted about this whole situation. Do you even know? Do you even know how the outside world works? No, I've been getting information, news of the real world being fed from outside by my assistant, and I've uh, started to get a grasp on it. Wait, who's your assistant again? Again, it doesn't matter. You're going to be dead. What, what does it matter? It's, hey, I feel like if you keep going to referencing him, if you're going to keep referencing him in this conversation, oh, right, fine. What's the I think you uh, refer to him as a vice principal. Uh, uh, Dol- Dolan. <gasps> My boss! Yo, let, let me tell you something, guy. Uh, have you ever read the book Fifth Business? Because uh, the way you keep referencing uh, our vice principal, it's kind of like you think you think you're the star, but you're really not. You're really just like some other guy. I think uh, you should quit while you're ahead. Because uh, honestly, in the real world, uh, you're not going to last too long. I can, no, I can tell you that right now. And much of the information yeah, that I've gotten, yeah, from you're the more of a pawn than business. us. Your magic is not used. If a true magic user like myself was to emerge, I would be able to accomplish unbeatable things. You are bound by, by machine and metal. I'm, I'm able to twist nature itself. One step into that world and it will be mine. And so I think you are greatly underestimating my powers. Wait, wait, guys. Wait. Guys, if, if I work for the VP... And the VP works for this guy. <laughs> Does that mean I'm the baddie? That I was the bad guy all along? I wasn't protecting the halls. I was pre- I was preparing them for evil. <laughs> I can't well, be a hall monitor anymore. <laughs> you're not going to be anything anymore. And uh, the three of you get lifted up like you're being levitated. And you start slowly drifting uh, to the center of this ritual. Hey, get your hands off me. You, you can't do this to Anthony as Paul Silly. What the fuck? As you are <laughs> slowly being pulled in and, and screaming and pleading, suddenly you see a green magic cloud, is the only way I can describe it, come shooting up from the bottom of the staircase and come swirling around you three as your feet get magnetized and planted back to the floor, and all of a sudden your HUD reappears. You see a health bar, you see mana, you see your menus, you're holding your weapons again, but you still look like you. But for some reason it seems like some of the game logic is being reapplied, and you have all your abilities back. All right, fine. I guess we'll have to do this the hard way then. And you see the the mage step away from the center ritual, and he starts to swirl his hands around, and suddenly you see a familiar yellow text appear across the sky 
that says, ROLL INITIATIVE! And the Dark Mage responds with, Oh dear god, why? And uh, all three of you can roll initiative. Do I still have my mage armor, by the way? Or was it kind of cancelled out? What's the duration? Uh, actually, yeah, sorry, when that, yeah, when that would have happened, you would have lost it. Man, ain't that a shame! Oh no, I guess I'm not old anymore. Ain't that a shame! 17. 14. 13. You're a failure. You're right. <laughs> Just like me. I couldn't even keep the body that I've desired for so long. Um, Charlie, what's your dex bonus? Plus four. Okay. Okay, uh, so first up in the order is going to be the Dark Mage. And he's going to swirl his hands around. So you see suddenly the floor beneath the three of you turns black as these obsidian tentacles start coming out of the floor and whipping around. And I need all of you to make a dexterity saving throw. Nine. What did you say? Nine. Uh, Charlie, with your nimble uh, abilities having returned, you managed to uh, to get yourself out of the space. Uh, but both uh, Billy and Anthony get caught up in this uh, spell, and they're going to take. Uh, they're going to take ten ten damage, and you two are now both restrained by the tentacles. Can I cast shield against this? Uh, shield is only on spell attacks, uh, so or or a, or a physical attack, because uh, you can use it to temporarily boost your AC. This is a saving throw. Okay, I'm unconscious again. All right, um, so you fall back unconscious. Um, it's almost like you guys should have bought more healing things in the town. Um, all right, and so that happens, and now we're going to uh, switch to... Uh, would would have been Anthony, but he has fallen unconscious. Uh, so we're going to switch to Billy. Um, Billy currently... I press start. Sorry? I press start. Uh, you press start, and everything freezes, and you can go into your menu. It seems to have been restored. The mage himself freezes as well, and he uh, seems to look a little bit confused, like... What is going on? This is not supposed to be how this works in here. Really? Are you just going to keep pressing start? I thought we were in the middle of a thing here. Uh, is there options in here? Uh, currently there's only uh, the option to go into inventory uh, or to cancel. Is there settings like audio or gameplay or anything? Uh, it's something, it seems like that's something that should be there. Um, but for some reason, maybe disabled. Shoot. I just hoping to put this on easy mode. <laughs> um. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> um. Okay, uh, I unpause. Okay. And what um, do you have to do? I guess I have to break out of the tentacles, right? Yeah, you, while you're restrained, your speed is zero. 
uh, and any uh, attacks uh, against you uh, have advantage, um, and you have dis- uh, disadvantage on any other dexterity saving throws. I can still use abilities, though. Uh, you could. You could. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, I give up all hope. Um, and the, I, I lower my weapons and I just do a huge sigh. I was never meant to do anything. Be anyone. In fact, I would much prefer this over having to do the SATs next month. So that math test coming up. But then I glance down and see that the great axe I'm holding in my hand is a beautiful blade. And I, uh, I look in the reflection and I just notice that uh, on the reflection of the actual blade of the great axe, I catch a glimpse and I, I raise it to my face and in it is the face of my barbarian. <laughs> <laughs> So sick. <laughs> he says, move faster, grow taller, get stronger. <laughs> <laughs> and I turn on my rage. <laughs> and, um. <laughs> that was my big moment, everyone. I'd like a, a clap, please. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Take a bow. <laughs> um, I uh, do, can I, do I have to make a save or anything to get out of here? Is this technically yep. a trap, by the way? Uh, n- no, it's uh, it's not technically a uh, a trap. Um, but you uh, do you do get to make uh, for your action. You can take a strength or dexterity. It's your choice. I uh, you oh, can strength, 100%. attempt to save to to get out. Yeah, strength hundred percent. Okay. In what, in what shouldn't be something that I should do, I, normally Billy would not go for strength. He's he's a loser, geek, you know, whatever. But <laughs> I'm going for it. Uh, I roll a 23. Damn, son. You feeling so jacked up from the pep top talk and the reflection, Billy seems to have found something within himself as he... he Bursts from these tentacles, shattering them off in a rage as you've switched into a barbarian rage from your inner inspiration and you burst out of these tentacles. And uh, that was your action. You can now move. All right. Uh, <coughs> with that, I. Uh, if that was my action, I can only do bonus actions, right? And movement. Okay. Which you may yeah, want I'll, to do. i Yeah, I'll just move as close to him as I can. Yeah, so you go charging out of the the circle on the floor that these tentacles are coming out of, and you start charging towards uh, the mage, and uh, that's the end of your turn. We're gonna switch over uh, to Charlie now, actually. Uh, Charlie, who who dodged the, the pile of uh, has a moment of reflection as well and takes his badge off because he has his hall monitor badge on because he looks like himself and he looks at it and it's metal and he sees his own reflection 
and it's just his own <laughs> reflection. But but next to him, his own reflection in the badge, it's also Jacob Barbarian's reflection. <laughs> <laughs> and the Barbarian punches the old um, Charlie in the head. And then he winks at new Charlie. <laughs> and and, and uh, Charlie just throws the badge into the tentacle pile. And he's like... More justice. Time to be a new man. And I slowly walk up to the um, uh, to the guy, and I take out a net, and I'm just like regular move, net throw, and I just throw it. Okay. I throw a net on him because <laughs> um, it's good. It worked. <laughs> so I think with that, um, all right. So make your ranged throw attack. 23. You see the net go flying through the air with conviction as you see the drow mage's face and he's like God, really a net? And it lands on him as he's just like, oh, for, for frick's sake, why? why? Oh my gosh, a net? Uh, and he is tangled up within it. Get tangled, you creep. I'm still <laughs> working on this. It's a new life. It's a new me. Uh, okay. Um, anything else you'd like to do? Uh, I'm just gonna go hide behind <laughs> Jacob's character. <laughs> I'm gonna go hide behind Billy, just in case. I don't want to get hit. Uh, okay. Um, in that case, it goes back to our mage here. Uh, so, the mage looks exasperated by this net. Like, just absolutely, like, can't believe you just threw a net on him and is uh, is is just really jazzed up and you hear him uh, cursing in some weird language you've never heard before uh, but for our D&D fans it's undercommon uh, and he starts uh, cursing and, and throwing all these things uh, out there but you have no idea uh, and he is going to attempt to get out of the net uh, which he does uh, he manages to just get out, but that takes his uh, full action to do so. Uh, and so after he does that, he backs up uh, to the other side of the room, uh, another 30, 30 feet away from uh, from you guys. Uh, so it is now going to switch to Anthony. Anthony, you are still unconscious in the tentacles. Okay. Um, so actually, so. because you're still technically uh, restrained by the tentacles, you take damage. Um, and with that damage, that's going to be two failed saves, uh, for you, actually. Okay. Um. While I'm unconscious, so, mm -hmm. I'm kind of in, like, this ethereal realm. And I see the spirits of those gone before me. And I see an old mage. And behind him is a corporeal form of a barbarian. And he's just so majestic just standing there. He inspires me of what I could be. <laughs> and I'm going to make... Do I get to make a death saving throw? Currently, no, because you're bound in the tentacles and they're still beating the crap out of you. You now have two failed saves because your friends decided to leave you. I'm out of bread. <laughs> <laughs> but I have an inspiration point and I'm being inspired while in 
like death's doorway. Yeah, it's you're being beaten by tentacles. The inspiration isn't gonna help with anything right now. I'm pretty sure the image of Jacob's Barbarian in his vision would be enough to get him back to consciousness. <laughs> it's enough to keep him alive, um, but he's just barely holding on. Okay, well then, while I'm unconscious, a small smile comes across my face while these tentacles are tearing into me. Thinking about that barbarian. Um, okay, and then we're going to switch to Billy. Oh my god. Billy, the, the mage has moved to the other side of the room, is currently uh, 40 feet from you. Um, he was trying to create some distance after being stuck in that net. Uh, Anthony is being uh, beaten uh, by these uh, obsidian tentacles, and Charlie's hiding behind you. What do you want to do? Okay, uh, I can do bonus actions before my action, right? That's correct. Okay, I'd like to do a bonus action and just throw a torch in the general direction of where uh, where Tony is. Okay. In hopes that it might do anything. But at this point, I uh, just continue on at my rage towards the, the mage. So you whip this torch over your shoulder, not even really looking, just hoping it helps a little bit, and you see it gets swatted out of the air by one of the black tentacles. Um, <laughs> I keep going. <laughs> yeah, so, and then you proceed to charge forward uh, past this ritual of the swirling... Uh, that's it's it is activated and you feel the wind blasting on your face uh, from this um, from the spell and it's a sensation different from before when you were feeling the game it felt like numb and a tingle like you knew where the damage was coming from this feels like wind blasting on your face like this the ritual feels real and you continue to charge through in this rage, and you get up to the mage. And what would you like to do? I'd like to uh, attack him with my hand axe. Or my great axe, rather. Alright, go ahead and swing. Um, I rolled a... 16. Uh, that is going to hit. Uh, roll damage. That is a 13. Uh, okay. Do you want me to do my extra attack already? Yep, go ahead and you can uh, swing again. Okay. That is a 16. And that is also going to hit. Roll damage. That is a 14. Okay. Woo. Big Damn, hits. dude. I know, I got some... It's pretty nice because it's like a 1d12 plus 6. So, Barbarians don't have a ton of utility, but they hit hard. That's what they do yeah. well. Um, yeah, so you come in and take two massive swings, slashing into this mage. And again, differently from before, instead of seeing like an animation trigger, it looks like you actually cut him. And you see these massive bloody gashes appear uh, on his chest. And uh, yeah, he took he took some damage. Uh, so next, it's going to switch to Charlie. Um, Just let me go. I, I did this. It's no I use. <laughs> I, I forgot to do this when I said I was like hiding behind uh, Billy. I was. Sh I should have made like a stealth check. 
Should I do that now to see if I was? Um, because he would have ran away, uh, you wouldn't be hidden behind him. Like, you'd just be standing in the room. Yeah, but what if I'm still? I'm standing real still. <laughs> no, you, you won't. There's not really... You can like, try and just blend in with the wall if you really want to or something, but I mean... I don't want you... I don't want your bullshit. Yeah, um, but... it's, it's not really gonna work, so what would you like to do? Mm. Oh, I'm not that good. Um, Tony, how much health do you have left? I'm unconscious. Yeah, but like, how in, much in the negatives are you? I don't know how much damage they dealt to me in the last while I was unconscious. Uh, how much they dealt? Uh, nine damage okay, to him. So uh, that means. But he, it caused him to have two failed saves. So on his next turn. Uh, if he stays there, he, he'll be dead. So I have minus... I Before I'm like dead by damage, it's 20 or 18 points of damage left. Yeah, you you won't be dead by damage. You'll be dead by death saves because you just will have taken more damage. Okay. I'm a sad story anyway. You can't save me. No, I was going to kill you. <laughs> I was just going to end you so you could come back up with the one-up. I totally forgot about that. Oh, there's hope for me. Okay, well, just die the next turn. No, none of us have healing. <laughs> you should have bought stuff in the town. Thanks, DM. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I'm going to uh, run up to the mage. And I'm going to run behind him. I'm going to use my bonus action to hide. So can I make a stealth check? Um, what I'll... Uh, uh, if you run around him, uh, and so you're flanking... Specifically in his blind spot. Yeah, if you're... Well, if you're <laughs> flanking with... Um, if you flank with Billy, um, you, you can't make a stealth check because you're going to be in active combat with him. But if you flank with him, you can get the same benefits of a stealth check. Okay, I'll do that. Okay, so you run to the opposite side of the mage, so you're basically on opposite sides with Billy, and you uh, are now flanking him. So you actually now have advantage on the attack as well. Um, so that means I get the, the stealth attack damage, too. If you hit, yes. But you have advantage on the Come attack. On. Come on, it's Charlie. It's going to hit. Um, natural 20? I'm not even kidding! Nice, All right, dude. Roll damage. I, man, I talked to myself. I really was thinking it was going to be a nat one after I said that. Okay. 19. Damage? Yep. Dang. Regular move. Good stab. <laughs> you dart around and you get a big stab in the back of this mage. And you see him recoil, and it was a bad stab. You see him, like, he looks so awful and worse, worse for wear. You see him cough up blood, and he's just hunched over, unable to move. And, and he still seems to be standing, but he is staggering uh, across the room as it switches into his turn. I use my bonus action to disengage, though. Okay. Um, 
that's fine. Um, you use all your movement to get there, so that would be it anyway. Um, you see him stagger a couple feet as you see him get real angry. And he looks at you and goes, I have not survived a millennia just to be killed by a couple of teenagers like this. And he's going to cast Cloud Kill. And you see this sphere of poisonous yellow and green fog start to swirl around the two of you. Uh, Luckily, Anthony is is out of range. He's still tied up in the tentacles. Um, uh, Actually, no, as this happens, the tentacles drop. And Anthony's lying on the floor. And this sphere starts to form around the two of you. And I want uh, both of you to make a constitution saving throw. Three! <laughs> oh. That is a 16. All right, let me just double check something here. Well, it's see you guys! <laughs> that was a super deep gravelly 16. Uh, that is a 16. That was amazing. <laughs> I wonder what happens. So, like. um, Billy, you you just managed to save. Uh, but, uh, Charlie, you have failed. Um, so, uh, Billy, you're going to take half damage uh, on this attack. Uh, let me just see here. Uh, by the way, uncanny dodge on that. <laughs> uh, can you uncanny dodge constitution? I thought it's for dexterity. Yeah, um, so because there's a little bit of debate on uh, uncanny dodge and, and the definition of attack and, and how that works, in this case, uh, I'm going to use the definition of it requires a spell attack for it to, to take effect, being a, a gaseous cloud. So you are still going to take full damage there, Charlie. But Billy, because you succeeded, you're still only going to take half. And that's going to be... That's going to be 20 points of damage to Charlie and then 10 points of damage to Billy. I make the Minecraft like hurt noise. (laughs) (laughs) And after you are damaged by this cloud, it's still there. It's uh, currently just you guys are stuck in this uh, sphere. Billy, get out. (gasps) No. Uh, I don't know if you heard. <laughs> so uh, next up in the order is going to be Anthony. Anthony, uh, since the tentacles were dropped, you are no longer taking damage. Uh, okay. Uh, so you now can just make a standard uh, uh, death save. In all my days of D and D, I've never had to make my third death saving throw. This is crazy. Yeah. 18. Oh, yes. You succeed. So that is uh, one success and two failures. And that's the end of your turn. I was going to drag out. <laughs> so next we're going to... Just sw- die and then get back up so yeah, we can so- have more someone, someone kill me. <laughs> so next we're, gonna- next we're going to switch over back to Billy. Billy, uh, the mage is currently standing uh, in front of you, uh, but you are in this poisonous cloud. Um that you're currently standing in. Let me double check something. Sorry. Yeah. Or 
Yeah, actually, sorry, you're going to take some more damage first. Um, you have to make another constitution saving throw, because the spell reads that uh, if you start your turn there, uh, you have to make another save. So make another constitution saving throw. 14. Uh, that is a fail, so you're going to take full damage. That's going to be 26 damage. Wow. Yeah, I'm unconscious. All right, and Billy! Billy falls to the ground in this cloud of death. Uh, that's there. Uh, Billy, because you fall unconscious uh, on your turn, you can um, you can make a, a death saving throw. What, what do I have to hit again to make it a success? Ten or uh, I, if there's nothing added to it, I believe it's just a ten or, uh, or above a ten. Okay, well, I got a nine. Uh, so that is a fail, but that's only one fail of three. Uh, so uh, that's just your first fail. Uh, but Billy has fallen unconscious. So Charlie, uh, you are starting your turn in the cloud kill as well. So make a constitution saving throw. Billy. Tony. <laughs> Twelve. You also fail. So you're going to take more damage. <laughs> That is going to be another 22 damage. I'm dead. So you also fall unconscious. Uh, because the three of you have all fallen unconscious and there's no way for you to resurrect each other, a few seconds pass as the three of you slowly die. You two in the cloud and... and uh, Anthony is, is just you out alone on the cold concrete floor. And simultaneously, the three of you burst in a gold glow as you see all of you regain 25 hit points. As you all are standing currently in the spots that you were previously standing. I'm still in the cloud! <laughs> but there is a one-turn delay and you see a new buff on your screen that says immune and it's got a one beside it so it's going to jump back to the top of the round though as the three of you have all been resurrected and it's going to go back to the drow mage's turn him seeing the three of you get resurrected with those extra lives you picked up from the konami code previously (laughs) is just livid he was feeling so good about himself with his his tentacles and cloud kill, and he is pissed, and he's going to shoot off a lightning bolt. Uh, he's first going to move... Uh, he's going to move to the right to try and line up both uh, Billy and Charlie uh, for a lightning bolt. And in doing so... Uh, he's actually going to step out of range of Billy. So, Billy, you can make an attack with your reaction if you would like to. I attack him with my great axe. All right, roll to hit. Is my rage still, uh, still active? No, your rage has dropped. That's my last rage. Okay, uh, I rolled a hit, yeah. I roll a 14. That is not going to hit. So unfortunately, uh, you swing, and and maybe Hold it's on, the disorientation I, of can I influence just, that? Uh, do you have a method of influencing that? With my divination die, what did you roll, Jake? 
14. Oh, oh, but you don't add anything to it? Oh, no, it was a 7. Uh, I'm going to re- replace it with my 13 that I rolled at the beginning of the episode. So, Anthony sees a Billy going to swing and sees how wide it is is going to go and can see that the contact isn't going to make. And you see Anthony throw his hand out. And it looks like it almost shifts Billy forward a little bit, changing the tra- trajectory of the axe. And it comes swinging down and makes contact with the mage. Billy, roll damage. Oh my god, that was insane. Yes. Yo, Billy, I got you. It's like you're my, you're my brother. <laughs> what? All right. I 13. think the, the timey-wimey stuff did something to him. 13. The axe comes swinging down, and the mage, you see a flash of regret on his face as he found himself getting reckless in wanting to take the two of you out with a lightning bolt as the axe comes down through his clavicle and into the center of his torso and you see it just lock into place as the drow mage just split in two just looking at you Billy and it just he tries to get words out but the axe has cut him in two, and is he just... And he falls over and slumps onto the floor. And after he does, you see the cloud disperse and is no longer a threat to the three of you. Time to use my extra attack. All right, roll the hit. <laughs> okay, because he's <laughs> dead and prone, you get advantage. <laughs> That was a 17. Uh, that hits uh, for old damage, I guess. Cut <laughs> <laughs> him more. 12. So your previous cut went through his clavicle into about the center of his torso. Your second swing finishes the cut, and he is fully cut in half as he slumps onto the floor. Come on. Yes. And the elf, or the drow mage has died, and there's a brief pause as on top of the screen, or above you floating in the sky, you see the gold text come streaming through as it says, VICTORY! And suddenly, there's a shaking. The room begins to rattle and and to fall apart as what you were previously seeing starts to static and disappear, and then suddenly it's black. And then your eyes start to focus, and you realize the three of you are on the floor of this room. It's this (laughs) old storage cupboard where you were before, sitting in front of the game Dark Mage 3. (coughs) And you hear a beeping. And it's it's this loud beeping and ringing, and you have no idea what it is. As your vision begins to focus, you see the door slam open as Vice Principal Dolan opens the door. And it's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, are the the three of you okay? Uh, I... 
oh my gosh, I can't believe this is triggering. And you see him run to the side wall as there's a carbon monoxide uh, detector that is beeping radically. He's like, oh, I, I, I can't believe this happened to the, the three of you. I, I can't believe I put you in here. Like, I can't believe I put you in danger. What have I done? Oh, my gosh. You got, we need to get you guys out of here right now. You guys are – I think you guys are – did you just fall in contact? Oh, oh, my gosh. You guys have carbon monoxide poisoning. We need to get you out of here right now. And he starts to usher the three of you out of the room. Man, insight. I start. I start undoing my laces on my shoes. Uh, okay. What would, what, the principal sees you doing this is like, what, what are you doing? You're, you're supposed to, you're not, we need to get you out of here. You've gotten carbon monoxide poisoning. Why are you taking your shoes off? I yank the shoelace out and I have a shoelace in my hand. Oh no. Okay. (laughs) Real strong. I stand up too (laughs) and I say, uh, 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 Donald, I say, hey, Donald, we know what you were doing in there. I, uh, I have, uh, I have no idea what you're talking about. Hey, we know the truth. You can't get this past us. And I start kind of going He's... to the right to kind of flank him a little bit with whatever Billy's going to do. I try to flank him as well. Hopefully the opposite direction um, is me. <laughs> yeah, I he moves left. I guess I move right. Trying to get behind. Well, oh, I, I pictured myself going right, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I walk up straight up the middle to him then, while the the two flank. Um. Yeah. The through. So the three of you begin to flank around uh, Vice Principal Dolan as he stands there. Like, I. What are you kids doing? The, the guys. I don't think you understand. There's. I close There's the door. carbon monoxide leaking into the room, and I don't. We need to get you out of here. I close the door. I, I think the only, I think the only poison in this room is you, Mister Dolan. Am I behind him, Connor? Or? Yeah, you've during this uh, whole thing. He he turned to see Anthony close the door, and you're standing behind him. I wrap the shoelace around a shoelace around his neck. <laughs> I, <laughs> oh my and god! And I start pulling and tugging. Uh, yeah. So you're still a teenager. Uh, quite a bit smaller than like you're, you're smaller than him so he starts whipping and flailing around uh your feet come off the ground as he starts spinning and you see him pulling at the shoelace trying to stop you from doing this as you hear him like oh what are you doing i can't believe we're doing stop stop doing I close this the blind you're, to the gonna... Door. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna get expelled for this billy why are you doing this? I activate. Why I activate rage. in the machine? What the hell? I activate. Why did you make it? Why did you make it? I start punching him. I punch. I lay into him. <laughs> Just like go, man, go, Rocky style. He starts boxing him. So you fight. start boxing him, and and his fingers trying to trying to stop the lace kind of recoil and come down because you start punching him as, as he starts trying to block your punches. But now he's he's being strangled more and more by the shoelace and. <laughs> As this happens, the machine starts to rattle, and it starts rattling and shaking, and the screen starts flashing once again, and all of a sudden you see green magic smoke come out of the machine, swirl around Mr. Dolan, and start to suck him into the machine. And he's like, wait, no, why are you doing this now? Um, And he gets uh, pulled in to the machine. 
I walk, I walk around the back of the machine and then pull the plug. Oh! Damn. <laughs> I quit, Mister Dolan. Up, up, so... down, down, left, right, A, B. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got it right this Did time. I actually... <laughs> After a brief moment. Uh, you guys are all kind of stoked and high-fiving each other. Sorry, I was just in the mood. You guys all... <laughs> go on, go on, DM. You guys all black out. And you all collapse to the floor. Sometimes and all of a sudden, the next little bit starts to happen in flashes. And you see a, a brief moment of what look like uh, an emergency crew in the room. Uh, and the next thing you see is you're in a gurney and you start being rolled out of the room. And the next time you, uh, you really remember anything is you're in the hospital. Uh, the three of you, uh, are in the same recovery room as uh, professionals there to talk to you and lets you know that there was a carbon monoxide leak in the high school uh, and it was actually originating from the room that the three of you were in at the time and the three of you uh, had carbon monoxide poisoning it was causing hallucinations uh, different things you guys fell unconscious and but luckily uh, you the three of you uh, were found after there was an emergency call done by VP um, uh, uh, Donald Dolan um, to bring emergency crews to the facility and and unfortunately in, in when trying to uh, save the three of you uh, seems to um, have also died in the in the uh, ordeal um, from the poisoning himself uh, and so has passed away do they have his body uh, oddly enough uh, well that's the story that's going around um no one's actually seen the body, hmm. um, which is which has been really weird. And in the coming weeks afterwards, there's a there's a you know a funeral and everything for uh, for the vice principal where Game they over, you know pal. he's honored as a hero for uh, you know for saving the kids from this uh, carbon monoxide leak. But he uh, but you don't see the body at the funeral, uh, and that's uh, what happens from there. So after that day, things were never quite the same. After the VP went missing and assumed dead, it was the gossip of the school. Gossip of the school. Some people say he he got caught in an affair and left town and faked his own death. Other people say it was fraud and he was trying to avoid the government. There was even a rumor that the three of you murdered him. But luckily, that one never caught any steam and nobody gave it any credit. Despite all that, the three of you learned something. You know that maybe a nobody geek. A hall monitor and a greaser could all hang out together. Maybe clicks were just a social construct set up to stop us from finding one another. And the three of you have done your part in tearing that down. The summer came, you all left, and seemingly to never see each other again as you all graduated high school. That was until Dark Mage 4 came out.